It's unbelievable. Lord is squeezing, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have to squeeze in the word that you are stepping out. Then you know things are very tight, right? Kisha unajua kwamba mambo yamekazwa zaidi, sivyo? Hai. This is power packed. Hii imejawa na nguvu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Yesu ni bwana. So rise up so my, I may pray as we begin blessed people. Inukeni ili kwamba nipate kuomba tunapoanza watu wabarikiwa. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kuu la Yesu. Mighty Father. Baba mkuu. The tremendous God of Israel. Sharpen my microphone. The tremendous God of Israel. Mungu wa ajabu wa Israeli. The Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Baba wa Bwana wetu na mwokozi wetu Yesu Kristo. Father, we are gathered here tonight. Baba, tumekusanyika hapa hivi leo to seek your counsel, kutafuta ushauri wako, to seek your guidance. Utafuta mwelekeo wako to find help kutafuta msaada that mighty father kwamba baba mkuu the blessed one of israel barikiwa wa israeli that as we assemble here tonight kwamba tunapokusanyika hapa hivi leo you may touch us upate kutuguza that you may touch our heart kwamba ukaguze mioyo yetu and give us the leading of God na utupatie kuongozwa na Mungu Mighty Father, Baba mkuu, fill our hearts. Ukajaze mioyo yetu with the Holy Spirit. Naye Roho Mtakatifu. That you may open the ears of our hearts. Kwamba ukafungue masikio ya mioyo yetu. And the eyes of our hearts na macho ya mioyo yetu that we may get to realize kwamba tupate kugundua that the Messiah is coming kwamba Mesia anakuja that we may prepare na kwa kweli kweli in the mighty name of Jesus katika jina haleluya Central Park 1 Central Park ya kwanza Central Park 2 Central Park ya pili and then we also move to Tawala 1 Kisha tukaenda sasa tuko katika Kisumu ya kwanza Lakini kile nilichotaka kusema is that there is a progression 
ni kwamba kuna kuendelea there is a message kuna ujumbe that the lord has been deliberately administering to the church ambao bwana amekuwa akiupeana kimaksudi kwa kanisa at one point kwa wakati mmoja it was about appearing before the lord ilikuwa kuhusu kujiwasilisha mbele za bwana and that has never changed na hiyo bado haijawahi kubadilika to prepare the church kuandaa kanisa to appear before the lord kujiwasilisha mbele zake bwana and then alafu certification kulikuwa na utakaso very extensive pia ilikuwa ya vilindi zaidi and the way certification takes center stage na jinsi ambavyo utakaso inachukua shina la kati katika ukovu wa msalaba katika utawala wa pili tulizingatia kanisa kurudi kurudi nami nikasema the next time we meet which is now kwamba wakati ujao utakapokutana ambayo ni sasa we would handle tutashughulikia the glorious garment of righteousness and so i want to announce that i have been faithful to that kwamba nimekuwa mwaminifu kwa hiyo and the lord has brought me here na yebana amenileta hapa to deliver the instruction of the glorious garment of righteousness hallelujah hallelujah before i begin giving that message on the glorious garment of righteousness kabla ni anze kupeana ujumbe huo kuhusiana na bazi la utukufu la uhaki i want to share on the following two prophecies nataka nishiriki unabii upatao unabii mbili upatao even as you prepare for the coming of the messiah kwa mahatamu unapojiandaa kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa messiah you will be aware of the prophetic timeline of god utaweza kujua nyakati za kiunabii za mungu the prophecy of the nuclear war coming to iran unabii wa vita vya nuclear ambavyo vinaingia iran it was the 2000 ilikuwa mwaka wa mbeya tanzania dar es salaam nilikuwa nimekwenda nikawa pia on preparing the church ya kuandaa kanisa for the glorious coming of the messiah baada ya hiyo nikakwenda mbeya mbeya ikaribu na zambia kwenye mpaka pale and the lord spoke to me kisha mwana first conversation in the dog he completed it alikamilisha mbeya this is what i see 
hiki ndicho ninachokiona i see ninaona two people makombora mawili epetel hal propeller like fish na mikia yao iko na vitu kama vya kuzungukia so as they go they are those kwa hivyo inapoenda iko na hiyo kama ya kuzungukia pale kwenye mikia yake i think they are inside naona kwamba yamelipuliwa and before they explode na kabla yalipuke yamelipuliwa yamepigwa so uh aveko yanapoenda detail mikia is revolving anti clockwise inazunguka kinyume cha saa and it is slow na pole pole kiasi they are short they are moving fast imekwishapigwa inakwenda kwa haraka but the tail lakini mkia is anti-clockwise slow inazunguka kinyume cha saa pole pole and that tail has it's like copper in copper that kind of copper plated or copper that is the kind na hiyo mkia ni kama shaba ni kama shaba ni tofauti copper ni kama shaba two meters makombora mawili and i think na yanapokuja heading to iran yakielekea iran ikiwa imeelekezwa iran then i see the data kisha ninaona jangwa but amenet lakini katika jangwa i see a mountain ninaona mlima at the foot of that mountain katika pale chini katika wale wa ule mlima there is a nuclear plant kuna sehemu ya kinyuklia kiwanda cha kinyuklia there is a nuclear plant kuna kiwanda cha kinyuklia and the two people na hayo makombora mawili they come and try that possibility yanakuja na kukikonga hicho kiwanda and the big explosion na mlipuko mkubwa zaidi katika historia ya kanisa unatendeka katika historia ya kabia dunia and fire na kuna moto that drop down and go so almost touch up heaven na kuna moto unaotokea pale chini unaenda karibu na fika mbinguni and also very far that way na pia umbali upande huu na umbali upande huu and in between the big flame there small little flame like trillions of small flames na kati ya huo moto mkubwa kuna miali midogo midogo ya moto mamilioni yake that is how i knew that it's a nuclear war hivyo ndivyo nilivyojua kwamba vilikuwa ni vita vya nuclear That's all. Hivyo vita the reason the Lord 
And so, this is where we want to begin today. He said, Gilead was known for supplying the whole world, the world of Egypt, the world of Syria, and everywhere, Greece. And it was known that if you are afflicted, wounds, they are oozing. He says, you knew what to do. In other words, you knew where to go. And Baal is from a special tree that the Lord placed in Gilead just follow me on this because this is just preamble this is introduction that tree it produced that sap a raisin like sap like a gun it was garnish and it was so important it had pharmacological value it had pharmaceutical value it was so potent, so powerful, that they exported it. So, Professor Katipoe, please, I don't want to address you, I know. Thank you. So, listen to this now. If you wanted to embalm, embalm the dead body. Ikiwa ulitaka kutia manukato mwili wa mfu Mahiti tamadali watu wa kide Mahiti If you want to preserve oh, A bulb is kuifanya to preserve right? Ikiwa ulitaka kuifadi Mahiti And then body Mahiti And bulb Kuifadi They took a little bit of that bulb Walichukua kidogo ya yozeri They mixed Wakachanganya And used it to a bulb Na kuitumia kuifadi and then dead bodies could last longer. Wounds. If you had a wound, 
You mix it just a little bit. Unaichanganya tu kidogo. And touch the wound. Na kuguza kile kidonda. And it heal the wound. Na iliponya kidonda. So the Lord put it there. Kwa hivyo Bwana aliweka pale to help them. Kuwasaidia. And then alafu he looked at Israel. Akaiangalia Israeli. And he sees na naona that they are walking around with unhealed wounds. Kwamba wanatembea na vidonda ambavyo havijapona. Bania kisha kauliza is there no pain in Gilead? Je, hakuna zeri katika Gilead? In other words, kwa maneno mengine Did it I Jehovah place some pain in Gilead for you? Je, si mimi Jehovah niliweka Gilead zeri kwa ajili yenu? Kwani mimi Jehovah sikuweka kwani mimi yoba sikuweka zeri kwa ajili yenu Gileadi Anything na nasema is there no provision there je hakuna tabibu huko But why are my people walking around with unhealed wound their condition is not good basi ni kwa nini watu wangu wanatembea na vidonda ambavyo havijapona hali yao sio nzuri let me just explain a little thing to you now hebu nielezee tu kitu kidogo kwenu sasa at this point katika wakati huu ingilia katika ingilia ni he had the prophet alikuwa na nabii and when he asked naye anapouliza is there no physician je hakuna tabibu huko he knew that there is a prophet there alijua kwamba kuna nabii huko in other words they are, they are physician was the prophet kwa maneno mengine kuna tabibu ambaye ni nabii okay kwa maneno mengine tabibu wao alikuwa ni nabii tafadhali tabibu wao alikuwa ni nabii so hivyo basi munifuate katika hii then kisha their medication basi dawa zao for their condition kwa ajili ya hali zao that was being administered by the prophets ambayo ilikuwa inapeanwa na nabii repentance and holiness na utakatifu so hivyo he asked akauliza Why are you in this condition? Ni kwa nini mko katika hali hii? And you can almost hear him asking them. Na unaweza karibu kumsikia akiwauliza. Because in the same Jeremiah chapter 8. Kwa sababu katika Yeremia hiyo hiyo mlango wa nani? You hear him say. Unamsikia akisema. The birds. Kwamba ndege. The birds. Jiwa. The street, the trash. Korongo koi koi. They detect. And they do the necessary. When they realize. The time is out. They leave. Send Jeremiah 8. 
That is say to Israel. But why? Why are you not doing what you are supposed to do? Ni kwa nini amufanyi kile ambacho kuna paswa kuwa mkikifanya wakainua macho and so a caravan of Ishmaelites wakaona msafara wa waIsmaeli from Gilead ukija kutoka Gilead their camels were loaded with spices gamia wao walikuwa wamepakizwa mizigo ya mikolezo and meal and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt so they knew the Ishmaelites they knew that in Gilead they shut down and so they went and loaded their camels with them to go and treat their condition Another scripture, Genesis 43. In this introduction of our message today, and remember today, I said that in this introduction, I want to understand where are we working from? What is the condition of the church? Because if I understand right, the Lord, He already placed some bands for the church at Calvary. Hold on. So then the question becomes Why is your condition like this church of Christ? Is there no bound in Gilead? From the sole of your foot, from the sole of your foot, to the crown of your head, there is no soundness. Hakuna uzima. In other words, there is no hell. Then he says, Only wounds and wealth and open souls not cleansed or bandaged or soaked with oil. The other version is saying, Neither are they mollified with olive oil. 
Tafsiri zingine nasema kwamba wala hajafunikwa na mafuta ya divei. Hali. So Jehova kwa hivyo Jehova the creator of Israel mumbaji wa Israeli He looked at Israel akaiangalia Israeli and he saw naye akaona that Israel kwamba Israeli was looking for solution ilikuwa kitafuta suluhisho going this way wakienda upande huu looking for remedy wakitafuta mahali pa kutorokea na tiba ya tiba looking for ahili kutafuta uponyaji wake but instead of him lakini badala ya uponyaji the rules we don't that they were deepening vilikuwa vinaingia ndani zaidi the lord was disturbed he said but i put the solution there why are they not going to the solution lakini niliweka suluhisho pale ni kwa nini hawaendei hilo suluhisho so the lord could not understand this kwa hivyo bwana angeweza kuelewa hii let's look at the affliction Joining terrorism 
kujiunga na vikundi vya magaidi kama Pepsi, jihadis, dota, jihadis, pride, whatever you, you see, like, wanasema kwamba wao ni mabinti wa jihadi na mambo kama hayo unashangaa upo tovu take preachers wa ubiri padia physical diseases magonjwa ya kiasili disability kutokuwa na uwezo and on and on and on na kuendelea na kuendelea na kuendelea so the law kwa hivyo bwana the lord look at you bwana aliangalia israeli na akasema even in the natural order of creation hata katika mpangilio wa asilia wa uumbaji the creation i created uumbaji nilioumba this is not normal hii sio ya kawaida why kwa nini why are you not going for the solution which is obvious even the egyptians are coming and taking away ni kwa nini auendei suluhisho ambayo iko wazi hata wamisri wanaikujia na kuichukua na kutoka katika the crown of the head kutoka katika taji ya kichwa to the soul of your foot hadi katika waya wa miguu wako bidonda pia ndani sana doesn't that sound like this generation je si hiyo inamsikika kama kizazi hiki kwa sababu anasema I have already placed in Gilead Shambang tayari nimeweka Gilead Seri Edison na anasema Everybody knows kila mtu anajua that when you are afflicted kwamba wakati ambapo umepatwa na janga You just step out unajitokeza tu na unaanza kutembea one by one moja baada mwingine headed where mkielekea wapi kuingilia kuingilia ili kupata zeri kwamba vitoto vyenu vikaponywe kwa hivyo anauliza what is the problem shida ni gani what is the problem with this generation shida ni ipi na kizazi hiki anasema hawa watu Jesus of Nazareth Yesu wa Nazareth the Messiah Messiah already went to the cross tayari alikwishaenda msalabani and he carried all your wounds na alibeba vitonda vyenu vyote And he took them to the cross. Na kabipeleka msalabani. And he nailed them there. Na kubipigilia msumari pale. Benizas. Kisha anauliza. Why are you not going for the solution? Ni kwa nini amwendee suluhisho? Why? Kwa nini? What is the problem? Shida ni gani? In our introduction. Katika utangulizi wetu leo hii. And today is going to be very. Na leo hii inaenda kuwa ya vizuri zaidi. Anauliza, ndipo why? Anauliza, ni kwa nini? Because kwa sababu, look, angalia. He know, anajua 
But when you look at Gilead, it is obvious that he has placed there an obvious solution. Then why are you not going? Because if you are crippled, he healing them publicly, obviously there. Ana waponya wazikwazi hadarani pale. The blind. Hiyo ni sawa. You know, if, if, if you are healing in, in the night and you close, you close the room. Ikiwa ulikuwa mahali usiku na ufunge chumba. Okay, thank you. So, thank you. Ikiwa unaponya mahali na usiku na chumba so hivyo they can say wanaweza kusema that we did not see kwamba hatukuona we did not know hatukujua but now lakini sasa affliction mateso there myriad right there imeleumiorodeshwa pale manabiwa uongo mitume wa uongo even in this city hata katika mji huu in this town katika mji huu manabiu If you are the one who is crippled that you know because that's your condition. Ikiwa wewe ndiwe uliyekiwete hiyo unajua kwa sababu ni hali yako. You feel it. Unaihisi. You know that nothing changed. Unajua kwamba hakuna kitu kilichobadilika. And on the other side, na katika upande ule mwingine, Jesus of Nazareth Yesu wa Nazareti already went to Calvary. Tayari alikwishaenda Calvary. And poured the blood. Na kumwaga damu. And the cripples are getting up. Amiwete wanasimama. And they are coming here. Na wanakuja hapa. And they are saying. Na wanasema. So all my life. Maisha yangu yote. I was crippled. Nilikuwa kiwete. But now I can walk. Lakini sasa naweza kutembea. Why are you not going for the solution? Ni kwa nini hauendei suluhisho? Kwanisaidi And then the Messiah came. Alafu Messiah akaja. 
for the church your body is at the Calvary cross and it's still perfect It is still healing and curing. Restoring and making whole. So the Lord is asking. But why are you not doing what you are supposed to do? You go there. Hallelujah. Coming of the Messiah. And inside that discussion on the glorious coming of the Messiah, then focus on the garment. What is it important? In other words, Why has God sent me to you now? My son, Randy, be ready. Not now, not now. I'll let you know when you do what you need to do. Okay? So, uh, bring with me right away. The book of Genesis chapter 3. So the Lord God said to the serpent, If your partner Mungu akamwambia nyoka, Because you have done this. Kwa kuwa umefanya hili. Cast are you. Umelaaniwa wewe. Above all the livestock. Kuliko wanyama wote. And all the wild animals. Na wanyama wote waporini. You crawl on your belly. Utachambaa kwa tumbo lako. And you will eat dust. Na umbi. In other words, mavumbini and eat kumbi. You will crawl on the dust and eat dust. Utatamba mavumbini na kula kumbi. And he goes on to say, All the days of your life, it ha- in other words, everlasting. Siku zote za maisha yako kwa maneno mengine milele. Mstari wa 15. And now put enmity nami nitaweka uadui between you and the woman. Kati yako na huyo mwanamke. And between your offspring and hers. Na kati ya uzao wako na wake. He will crush your head. Huo atakuponda kichwa. And you will strike 
is healed. To the woman is saved. And to the woman he says, I will greatly increase your pain with childbearing. With pain you give back to children. And then he goes on to say, Your desire will be for your husband. And he will rule over you. Verse 17. Then he turned to Adam. And to Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife, and ate from the tree. About which I command you, you must not eat of it. Cast to the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it. And all the days of your life, it will produce tons and thistles for you. And you will eat the plants of the fields. By the sweat of thy brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from there, since from it you were taken for that you are and to that you return why is it important that we have this conversation why did I come why the Lord is saying, but now, when things are so critical, in the church, and everybody can feel that this is historic, we have never and he said, and critical of the hour, then he said, it is very important to understand that if you are preparing, then prepare perfectly well. Why? God has one judged sin. And is coming back to judge sin again. The Lord is coming back to judge the world again. He did it before. And he's coming back to judge sin again. So when you are prepared, 
You have to prepare well. Apa sasa ujiandae vyema? Because sababu he did it alifanya wakati ule he will do it again ataitenda tena look at this angalia hii sasa the vision of the golden glorious wedding ring maono ya pete za dhahabu za utukufu za harusi tonight ambazo nini wapatia november 1 ambayo nini wapatia november mosi 2006 mwaka wa 2006 at 3 a.m. saa 9 za asubuhi na katika mazungumzo hayo nikasema that look kwamba tazama heaven has opened and the glory has come down na utukufu umeshuka chini and when i saw the glory come na nilipoona utukufu ukija he was cleaning out that alikuwa akisafisha na kuondolea mbali giza na ile hali aliweka pete mbili za harusi katika kiingilio hata hivyo i was looking at my writing nilikuwa nikiangalia maandishi yangu na nikiangalia nakala yangu wakati ambapo bana alinena nilikuwa naandika nikagundua kwamba pete za harusi iko hapo nyuma mwaka wa 2003 mwaka wa 2003 so he has been speaking about that event kwa hivyo amekuwa akizungumzia kuhusu tukio hilo. Na anasema, tangazo liko wazi. Repent, tubuni. Repent, tubuni. Na mkageuke kutoka kwa dhambi. anakuja. That is clear. Hiyo iko wazi. ndipoanasemang kupitia kwa tukio hili that is clear hiyo pia iko wazi however hata hivyo as you prepare mnapojiandaa say anasema be careful now makinikeni sasa the lord has one church him bana aliwahi kuhukumu dhambi and is coming back na anarudi to judge him kuhukumu dhambi so prepare well kwa hivyo jiandae ni vyema. The vision of the glorious church. Maono ya gazi za utukufu. The prophecy of January 15. Ya January 15. 2017. Mwaka wa heaven and earth. Na yebana akatimbiku ikati. And Lord the church. Na akashusha gazi. Now they are all over the chandaoni. The prophecy ili bosemwa na kaachilia mvua 
nimeshiriki hiyo ule muundo wa majengo ya kupendeza ya kidhahabu nyeupe ya dhahabu majengo meupe ya dhahabu ya kupendeza nimeelezea kubadilika kwa uongozi katika Israeli nimeelezea when you read Genesis chapter 6 unaposoma mwanzo mlango wake wa 6 what the world wakati ambapo ulimwengu was full of evil ulikuwa umejawa na uovu full of sin umejawa na dhambi immorality usherati mada uwaji violence bloodshed ujo magikaji wa damu uongo Benikem kisha akaja na kaukumu ulimwengu anakuja kuifanya tena Haleluya anaifanya tena Kwa hivyo tunahitaji kujiandaa nyingine tofauti hata ukumu Nanasema Genesis 7:16 Mwanzo sababu sari wa 16 The animals going in male and female Wanyama walioingia katika safina walikuwa wa kiume na wa kike Wa kila kiume Naye Bwana Akaufunga mlango anga ufunga mlango anakuja kuifanya tena ili kwamba sasa hatimaye tukapofikia kwenye vazi basi sasa mtaelewa ule uzito na utaishika vyema sasa inabidi ujiandae kwa njia nyingine sasa Anasema ukafungwa Aiwa we, je mnajua? That is shut the door. Kwamba aliufunga mlango. And he will shut it again. Na ataufunga tena. He shut it. Aliufunga. During the time of Noah. Wakati wa Noah. 
and he will shut it again na taufunga tena my bible there read these are the words of jesus katika biblia yangu ni nyekundu maana ni kwamba haya maneno ya yesu kristo mwenyewe so they will be kwa hivyo yatatimilizwa kisha anasema later the other also came baadaye wale wana wale wengine nao wakaja bana bana wakaita open the door for us tukungulie mlango but he replied lakini yeye akawaambia hebu ngoja kidogo jeni mnajua
Since the creation of the world. Verse 35. For I was hungry. When you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty. You gave me something to drink. And I was a stranger. And you invited me in. I needed clothes. And you clothed me. I was when you looked after me I was in prison and you came visiting are you aware before we prepare before we prepare before we start preparing before we prepare are you aware are you aware of this? Thank you so much. But are you people aware about this scripture that he will take based on your behavior on the earth? Can I say better? Based on your conduct and behavior now here then he will judge based on what you are doing now you find a beggar you say can I give you a meal the behavior now are you aware he will take what you are doing on the earth now. Let me take the behavior of the earth now. It will affect your eternity. And the next scripture I have over there. Because these speakers are so low for me in this other side. So I need to move this side. So he says, the next scripture I have over there, yes, that is very good. The next scripture I have over there, says, in Luke 16, verse 19 to 31, where this man, he was eating well, Dressed in finest linen purple. And eating well. He was eating well. And then, the Lord takes his behavior, his conduct. Are you aware? Are you aware that he will judge again? Are you aware? Are 
I'm going to prepare the garment. Don't worry. It's a very long message. But for now, let us first touch this one here. I don't want to touch the garment now. We must prepare differently. From then on. Because we say, Are you aware that he has tried before? He took the conduct whether you give the beggar or not. That widow came, you help or not? Lazarus begging them. Then he took that conduct. When he went there now to determine eternity, to judge sin, to judge man, to determine the destiny of man based on what you are doing. Here, right now. In fact, what I did not read there, is the Lord. When were you hungry? And I fed you. When were you naked? And I clothed you. When were you in Kibos prison, Koliaga? When we visited you, when we passed you, when we gave you a Coca-Cola, that he will judge the world again. Now, I just want to touch on one judgment. And then we'll close this and slowly move into the garment. Let me even remove the article right away. My son, can you start posting another way? On, on, the, on, on, on the screen, my head is really out there in the battle. So I'm talking just with some really or you think the videos. I mean, they're not lying. You can see there. No, go back, go back, go back. Stop the connection. There are screens everywhere. He says, Brimstone deposits. The Dead Sea area, then he points out, this is where Gomorrah was. Then he points out, this is where Sodom was. And then he says, Zohar. Okay, thank you, don't worry about it. So, this is why he is not So, uh, look at it. 
He said this is where Gomorrah was. Anasema hapa ndipo Gomorrah ilipokuwa. This is where Sodom was. Hapo ndipo Sodoma ilikuepo. And then Zohar. Alafu Zohari. And the Dead Sea. Alafu Dead Sea. Bahari ya chumbi. Can you move? Can you, don't, don't move. Let me first show them this article I'm having in my hands. It says, Anasema, Evidence of Sodom. Evidence of Sodom. That's the title of the publication. It says, Evidence of Sodom anasema ushahidi wa Sodoma a meteorite ile sayari kutoka juu ile sayari kutoka juu meteor blast cause of biblical destruction uharibifu wa kiwango cha kimibilia wanasema wanasayansi. Je, unaweza kuelezea hii kwenu? And he puts the, the fire. Alafu anaweka moto. He says, anasema they have been doing research. Wamekuwa wakifanya utafiti and asking serious questions. Na kuuliza maswali yeti a city that is thriving like a Kisumu like this or New York City or LA, LA or Chicago thriving and, and bustling bustling and thriving and throbbing or you are talking about a city like Philadelphia Philadelphia ama unazunguzia kuji kama Philadelphia. Unaendelea vizuri na kuguchika na maisha. And then and then all of a sudden pack finished. No no umekwisha hauko tena. Umeondolewa kabisa. So they have been doing research. Kwa hivyo wamekuwa wakifanya utafiti. Why did this city disappear instant all of a sudden? Ni kwa nini miji hii ilitoweka ghafla tu? Using technology. Kutumia teknolojia. Carbon dating, which means to take the material there and trace now radioactive carbon, trace the dates. Kupeleka ile chembe chembe pale na kujaribu kurudisha kutafuta kujua tarehe. Tarehe. And he said, they have found out that something came up. <laughs> something like a meteorite, a small planet or whatever, descended, descended above those cities. And that it blasted fire. Allah pukikalikuwa moto. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, kwa maneno mengine, kwa maneno mengine, Mungu alihukumu hiyo miji. 
Before we start preparing the garments, are you aware that God judges him? Until the homes were molten, melted, they just dried up molten.
So this journey we want to start now. You must now take it very seriously. And so, why is it important to the Lord that He ministers to you about the garment of righteousness? A generation that is so beloved to be in this hour when the visitations of God are taking place with the church. Let us glory. Creepers are walking. We wait and want to bear. Why is it important? And I want to walk with you today. A journey. Safari. The first part of the journey. Is going to be a very important standard. That God has set up. On this matter of the God. A very critical blueprint. That Jehovah has set up about the God. That when you go through that, the entire the entire blueprint the the same framework then you will understand about the God and the seriousness of the God an opener, an opening scripture that said finest right and clean was given to the church free of charge to So I want to summarize for you some very important points here before we enter this phase. This first phase. The reason the Lord Jehovah exhausts the garment of righteousness 
is because number one there is no righteousness on the earth is not achievable mankind cannot achieve righteousness So that's number one. Now brings us to the inevitable. The righteousness that is being celebrated there has begun kama bazi unaweza tumukaafikiwa by one and only one kwa mmoja tu na kipekee mmoja Christ Jesus of Nazareth. That is point number two in my summary to introduce you to the topic. At first I said that it is not achievable. Isaiah 64:6 It is not achievable. Isaiah 64:6 is not achievable by man. All of us have become like one who is unclean. And our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like the leaves. And like the wind, our sins sweep us away. Not And because man cannot achieve righteousness. In the you to you to the topic we are about to handle now. The man cannot achieve righteousness. But number two, the only Jesus can bring righteousness to the earth. Only Jesus. 
can bring righteousness to mankind to the church man himself cannot the point number three out of number two becomes the righteousness or that garment if you will can only be achieved through the sacrifice that Jesus offered on the Calvary cross kupitia dhabihu ambayo Yesu alitoa kupitia tu kwa dhabihu ambayo Yesu alitoa katika msalaba wa Kalvari I think all the points can bring themselves Je mnaona jinsi ambavyo hizo hoja zinaweza kujileta zenyewe So listen this down. Sikiliza itazam. Isaiah. Anasema, if man that if it is Jesus that brings righteousness to the church then that can only mean that only through the sacrificial giving worship the sacrifice Jesus gave on the cross can the church achieve righteousness kwamba ni kupitia tu kwa dhabihu ambayo Yesu alitoa msalabani ambapo kanisa linaweza kuafikia uhaki. Je, unaona jinsi ambavyo inajengana moja na nyingine? Then number 4 becomes kisha nambari 4 inafanyika. That righteousness basi huo uhaki that makes the garment ambao unalifanya vazi that righteousness uhaki coming from heaven ukitoka bikuni therefore basi, is the most important attribute of god ndio tabia ya muhimu zaidi sana ya mungu because he said it kwa sababu anasema he said it from heaven anaituma kutoka bikuni so he has plenty of it and it must be important enough for him to send it to you number the most important attribute of God Number five, out of number four. Number There are for them. Righteousness. That garment you see there. Become the most important benchmark. Standard. 
Ndicho kiwango requirement amatakwa command kwa ajili ya mwanadamu kuatia before the law ili aweze kujiwasilisha mbele za Bwana I you can generate this point unaweza ukazitokeza hizo moja ninazipitia tuna moja inatoa nyingine Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is saying. Kisha anasema sasa. That is saying. Kisha anasema that there are because of number 5. Kwamba basi kwa sababu ya nambari 5. Which says that only righteousness kwamba ni uhaki tu peke yake is the required standard ndicho kiwango kinachohitajika kwa kujiwasilisha mbele za Mungu then you say kisha anasema that nobody can dwell in the presence of God without righteousness kwamba hakuna mtu awezaye kukaa ama kudumu weponi mwa Bwana bila ya uhaki leo ni leo leo ni leo i'm simply opening up a conversation ninafunua tu mazungumzo I'm running through some basic issues so that we can enter the message. Ninapitia tu maswala ya kimsingi ili kwamba tuingie katika ujumbe. Number 7. Out of number 6. Kutokana na nambari ya 6. Kisha anasema, the that righteousness. Kwamba wewe wake. There are certain hivyo basi God Mungu can never make a covenant with anyone except he is righteous kama mtu hawezi kufanya agano na mtu yeyote ijapokuwa kwamba yeye ni mwenye haki kisumu one explosion mlipunga wa neno wa kisumu kisumu one explosion mlipunga neno wa kisumu welcome home karibuni nyumbani hallelujah hallelujah welcome to the home of the world karibuni nyumbani kwa kwa neno wale wenu mnaotoka inchi za mambo because it was yaya kilimani one kwa sababu ilikuwa yaya kilimani ya kwanza yaya kilimani two yaya kilimani ya pili then it moved to became central park one kisha ikasonga ikakuwa central park ya kwanza central park two central park ya pili and each of them is preparing the church na kila mmoja wapo inaliandaa kanisa preparing the church kuliandaa kanisa preparing the church one step one level more one step more kuliandaa kanisa kiwango kimoja zaidi kiwango kimoja zaidi then it became utawala one kisha ikakuwa utawala moja utawala two utawala ya pili now it is kisumu one sasa ni kisumu moja i know soon we are going to have meru one najua hivi karibuni itakuwa na meru ya kwanza oh ndio oh ndio every city must be given a chance kila mji lazima upewe fursa lakini anasema what a beautiful word kwamba ni neno la kupendeza kiasi ujumbe wa uhaki and centralizing righteousness na anasema uhaki ndio ya kati of all operation ya utendaji wote kati ya Mungu na mwanadamu and we have not begun the summer i'm simply refreshing you and greeting you and greeting people
Kuna beautiful conference. Nikongamano la kupendeza kiasi gani? Where the greeting alone. Mali ambapo salamu peke yake. Is a megawatt explosion. Ni mlipuko wa neno mkubwa kabisa. On righteousness. Katika uhaki. And you say. Naye anasema. That because of that number 7. Kama kwa sababu ya hiyo nambari ya 7. Number 8. Nambari 8. That you say. Kisha anasema. That righteousness. Kwamba uhaki cannot be lost pia unaweza ukapotezwa do you remember genesis chapter 3 verse 7 jema kukuka mwanzo tatu na mstari wa 7 when adam and eve wakati ambapo adamu na hawa haleluya What has happened? Nini kimetendeka? Say, iseme. The sun is clapping out here right now. Jua linapiga makofi hapa nje sasa hivi. Hallelujah. Those who are also can record. Wale wenu mlioko nje mnaweza kurekodi. Look, I think they're seeing they're recording, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Hiyo ya shangaza. There is a dissipation on going. Kuna mtemeo unaendelea, unaendelea. Make sure you record it and share with us. Hakikisha kwamba mmerekodi na kushiriki pamoja nasi. Make sure you shout what in the same way. Hakikisha kwamba mnapata sauti kwa njia hiyo hiyo. Everything you see and record. Kila kitu mnachokiona na kurekodi. Share with us. Shiriki pamoja nasi. Okay now. Basi sasa. Hussein anasema Genesis 3:7. Mwanzo tatu mstari wa saba. Make sure you shout once when you see everything. Hakikisha mtapaza sauti kwetu mtakapoona kila kitu. Mtupigie kelele tafadhali. Mtupigie kelele. Yes, so yeah, mtupigie kelele when you hear please. Yes, so that's not a problem. So, uh, Genesis 3. Mwanzo tatu mstari wa saba. What is going on? Nini ambacho kinaendelea? Angalia hiyo. Tola shout, tuambie, tupigieni kelele. Muongee tafadhali. kelele kwetu tafadhali mtuambie. Ni nini? Mtuambie ni nini ambacho kimetendeka? Jumapili wanaona na macho yao wenyewe angalia hiyo sasa this is very powerful hii ni ya kuhusu haleluya 
Make sure you record. Make sure you record. Akikisha kuna rekodi.
Pati hiyo sifa lazima iwe ndio muhimu zaidi. Sasa having seen all that now. Mkishaona hayo yote sasa that is reaction. into the message of the garment of righteousness. Kuingia katika uchumbe wa vazi la uhaki. But now, kisha sasa I want to walk with you here. Ninataka nitembee pamoja nanyi hapa. On the framework katika ule muundo that God has created, has set up ambao Mungu ameumba, ameutengeza for the church kwa ajili ya kanisa. On the matter of the garment. Katika maswala ya vazi. The garment of righteousness. Vazi la uhaki. So bless the people. Kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa. Can we be right away Geuka pamoja nami moja kwa moja katika kitabu cha Zekaria. Zekaria chapter 3. Zekaria mlango wa 3. The most beautiful scripture of the Bible. Analiko la kupendeza zaidi kuhusiana na Bwana. Na ndio tukushite. Na tayari kuisukuma. Kwa So that even this to the soul is actually an introduction to a bigger domain. Hallelujah. chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 3 
we were putting, I was holding to put them in, the, in their orbits and on their metrics. You can imagine how big their hand one can be. And when it was within, even I said that it would be students, it would be some students of aerospace and astronomy. And I saw them with t-shirts, one of them I think is putting on a reddish t-shirt with jeans and so forth in their, at their computers working even in the night. They are the ones who discover. And when it happened, they are the ones actually who discovered and it became NASA announced a new solar system. It was not one planet they created. It was together with his son. A complete solar system. So you can imagine how big their one hand is if they were putting the planet because they were putting a dimple in, making a, a dimple it and move it and then make it like this. You can imagine how big they are even as they are preaching here. I wanted to come to where Zachariah is doing that kind of thing. Then I, I, I wanted to open it up. But you know, this is just tremendous, you people. It's awesome to be here. But I'll share with the inner council. What the voice of God the Father is When you raise the glory with you. Until I, I told you to give you a lot. A lot. This is my is writing. He is writing text. Can you take it over you are so educated now you huh? so that's all right uh, my son can, can I continue with someone no I will be the middle of it I
wengine umetoka katika madhabahu ya paradise kule pennsylvania wametoka brazil so always i'm on a crash program kwa hivyo kila wakati niko katika ratiba iliyosongamana sana lakini tafadhali kamweheshimu Mungu kwamba tupatie maneno ya uzima nilikuwa nafurahia jinsi ambavyo Zekaria alikuwa akitoa unabii kwa kikundi cha waliorudi wale wakimbizi ambao wamerudi nilikuwa nimeanza kuingia katika moyo nilikuwa naifurahia lakini kila machofana alisema kwa sauti nilitetemeka pia kuhusiana na moto huu na kile ambacho alikuwa karibu kukifanya na huo moto hapa tafadhali unaruhusu tu nimpili Yesu I love him. Ninampenda Yesu. And I love him so much. Na ninampenda sana sana. And I see many of you are saying oh yes we know all that we you do yes we. Naona wengi wanasema ah ndio tunajua unampenda. Can somebody bring you water or something for the honorable senator is here honorable kabigu is also here please. Please please. She bought the first sandwich at the office. She didn't know what to do. If I told her the one she would run away.
Holding Cyrus. The one that conquered Babylonia. From Persia but he conquered. So for some reason the Lord now comes and says I want it to be known that my sovereignty is incontestable. Do you remember a reformer someone who likes to execute reforms he was called Caesar Agasta a pagan king, a Roman king and he reformed the whole world, the Roman world he, he reformed the taxation, tax system he also reformed the government structure he reformed administration and civil structures and army and he moved now the whole empire from a republic to imperial system you are doing very good today I bless you so, 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 so he, moved it, he moved it now from republic then now to imperial and the world was hungry for reform for changes and then all of a sudden the Lord uses that pagan king Caesar Agatha by the way Caesar Agatha means the exalted, exalted one the senate of Rome is the one that exalted him gave him that name a of pagan and then he, from nowhere he announced census census now it calls Joseph and Mary to move to the city of Egypt a totally pagan king being used by the Lord Jehovah our God to establish his sovereignty and so he announces the census and it causes Joseph and Mary and Mary was expected final stage and reaching there to fulfill scripture to line up with the book of Micah Micah chapter 5 verse 2 that Bethlehem as small as you are you are not the least of all these because after your savior comes the king will come and so exercising the sovereignty of God God said 
I can use anybody to execute my agenda. Kutekeleza ule ukuu wa Mungu. Mungu akasema nitaweza mtumia mtu yote kutekeleza agenda yangu. In the same way. Katika njia hiyo hiyo. He used Cyrus the king of Persia and that region conquered Babylon. Anamtumia Kaisari mfalme wa Uajemi kuwashinda wa Babeli. And then he releases the most unlikely thing for anybody to do alafu akawaachilia watu wa ibrania jambo ambalo aliwezi kufikiriwa kufanywa and he releases na kisha anawaachilia so they may go back to jerusalem and build the house of the lord kwamba wakarudi jerusalem na wakaijenga nyumba ya bwana mfalme kafiri and that's why the first batch of 15000 left They came all the way to Jerusalem. katika kiwango hicho hicho huwa ya prophesying to them at the same time ambao walikuwa wakiwatembelea kwa wakati ule ule one of them is called hagai mmoja wao anaitwa hagai hagai was speaking to them about the work they were doing in building the temple rebuilding the wall and the temple hagai alikuwa anawazungumzia kuhusu kile ambacho wanatenda katika kujenga upya ukuta na kujenga hekalu and the work was enormous na ile kazi ilikuwa kubwa because everything was a rubble rubble kwa sababu kila kitu kilikuwa tu magofu and now hagai was talking to them about how god will exalt whatever little structure they do God will exalt the glory the spiritual worth of that temple higher than the glory of Solomon. Naye Hagai alikuwa akiwaambia kwamba Bwana atakweza ule utukufu wa kiroho kwa chochote watakachokijenga itakuwa kubwa kuliko lile hekalu la Solomon. We all know the glory of King Solomon. Sote tunajua ule utukufu wa mfalme Solomon. The cloud came the visitation was massive. Maana papa wiki lilishuka na mitembeleo ilikuwa kubwa sana. And then now Hagai was encouraging na sasa Hagai alikuwa akiwahimiza because they met a lot of opposition from the neighboring states kwa sababu walipata upinzani mwingi kutoka yale majimbo yalikuwa ya kijirani because the neighboring communities kwa sababu jumuiya zilizokuwa za karibu i just love to preach it when i'm carrying the bible in my armpit ninapenda tu kuiumbeli nikiwa nimebeba biblia mangwapani mwangu then i have it near me kisha niko nayo karibu nami naweza kufungua ni kwa kuhusiana na Waisraeli kurudi and rebuilding the temple of Jerusalem na kujenga upya hekalu ya Yerusalemu why were they worried about the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem ni kwa nini walikuwa na wasiwasi kuhusiana na hekalu la Bwana Yerusalemu because they were worried about the political implication kwa sababu walikuwa na wasiwasi kuhusiana na athari za kisiasa so they were saying kwa sababu walikuwa wakisema that if the spirit of God come 
kwamba ikiwa itajengwa na Mungu aje na kuwatembelea na Mungu wao aanze kuwapigania tena basi basi watatu watatu maliza So there was a great opposition to the building. Even he that speaks with you here today. When the Lord was commissioning these two prophets. When back the year 2003. He came and wrote with his hand like this on the wall. Nehemiah chapter 2 mlango wa pili verse 19 to 20 and then i woke up kisha nikamuka and read it na nikaisoma let us read it hebu tuisome basi anamwambia Hagai kuambia go up the mountain nenendeni juu katika milima and bring timber na mlete mbao and build me a house na mkanijengee nyumba and once i dwell in the house and take pleasure na mara tu nitakapokebana kabla niendelee inua juu zaidi very very high up inua juu zaidi juu sana i have never been such a conference ever since the earth was born sijawahi kuona kongamano kama ilitangia dunia ilipozaliwa this is This I've never seen. Look at this. Raise your hands up. Look at this compass. Without the overflow. Thank you. Asante. This is historic. Hii ni ya kihistoria. This is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So now we can sit down now I'll preach in peace. Kwa hivyo sasa tunaoshua kiongozi wao wa dini namba ni kuhani mkuu. And then Zerubbabel. Na kisha Zerubbabeli was what you would have called a political leader, maybe some civil leader. Ndiye ambaye unaweza sema labda kiongozi wa kisiasa. And so look at what is happening here. The Lord Bana he comes to talk with Zechariah. Focusing on me now. He says the following. Anasema yapatayo. 
This is Zechariah the prophet. Huyu ni Zechariah nabii. And then Zechariah sees Joshua the high priest. Alafu Zechariah anamwona Yeshua kuhani mkuu appearing before the angel of the Lord. Akijiwasilisha mbele za malaika wa Bwana. And as Joshua appears there, na wakati Yeshua anajiwasilisha pale, in the book of Zechariah chapter 3, katika kitabu cha Zechariah mlango wa 3, mstari wa 1. As Joshua appears, wakati Yeshua anajiwasilisha before the angel of the Lord, mbele za malaika wa Bwana. Please follow me on this because this is where the secret and the blueprint for the garment has been embedded. Tafadhali munifuate katika hii manake hapa ndipo siri ya vazi imewekwa. So, hivyo the prophet Zechariah sees the high priest Joshua appear before the angel of the Lord. Nabii Zekaria akamuona Yeshua kuhani mkuu akijiwasilisha mbele ya malaika wa Bwana. And as he's there, na alipokuwa pale, he sees Satan appearing on the right hand side. Anamuona shetani akijiwasilisha mkono wa kulia. To oppose him. Ili kumpinga. To accuse him. Ili kumshtaki before the lord before the angel of the lord mbele za malaika wa bwana we just on verse 1 tuko tu katika mstari wa kwanza of chapter 3 wa mlango wa 3 and it's so powerful because nani yangu sana kwa sababu then you understand kisha unaelewa that when Zechariah first of all who is the angel of the lord kwanza kabisa malaika wa bwana ni nani tuanzie hapo let's begin from identifying each of the groups that are here there are few groups here hebu tuanze kwa kutambulisha kila vikundi ambavyo viko hapa kuna vikundi kadhaa hapa who is the angel of the lord malaika wa bwana ni nani that is christ jesus huyo ni kristo yesu pre-incarnate ambaye bado hajafunuliwa before he came to bethlehem kabla ya kuja bethlehemu the way he used to appear to them in the old testament jinsi ambavyo alikuwa akiwatokea katika agano la kale and so na hivyo basi there is so much there about the garment and who makes the garment also kuna mengi zaidi pale kuhusiana na vazi na ni nani ambaye anatengeneza vazi basi so now hivyo basi sasa Joshua so is, is the priest here Yeshua ndiye kuwa ni hapa high priest ni kuhani mkuu and now there is another high priest na sasa kunaye kuhani mwingine mkuu to the order of Melchizedek kwa mpangilio wa Melchizedek hapa so actually now kwa hivyo hata hivyo sasa Zechariah Zechariah the prophet nabii was essentially seeing two priesthoods kimsingi alikuwa akiona ukuhani mara mbili one the current one the coming the coming priesthood moja ya sasa na nyingine ambayo inakuja ukuhani ambayo unakuja that's why it is so sweet i want you to follow me so yes, i can flow ndio sababu ni tamu sana nataka mnifuate ili kwamba nikatiririki so that i can get to the garment ili nikaingie katika vazi which is just the next verse ambao ndio mstari unaofuata and so when he appears there 
na hivyo basi alipojiwasilisha pale Zechariah sees two priesthoods Zechariah anaona ukuhani mara mbili He sees the present priesthood anaona ukuhani wa sasa represented by Joshua ukiwa umeashiriwa na Yoshua And then he sees also the future priesthood Alapokisha anaona ukuhani wa baadaye The messianic priesthood Ukuhani wa Mesia So it's amazing now Na hivyo basi yeshangaza sasa that when Joshua appears there kwamba wakati Yoshua alipojiwasilisha pale the devil appears promptly naye shetani akajiwasilisha pale to accuse Joshua ili kumshtaki Yoshua so hivyo Zechariah was essentially seeing what was happening in the matter of the building rebuilding of the temple Zechariah alikuwa anaona yale ambayo yalikuwa yanatendeka katika masuala ya kulijenga hekalu tazama hii sasa and the devil naye shetani appears to oppose him anajitokeza kumpinga kumshtaki meaning kumaanisha that essentially the karaya was seeing kwamba judicial a court proceeding ikimsingi zekaria alikuwa anaona kule kuendelea kwa mahakama where there is an accuser mahali ambapo kuna mshtaki there is a defendant kunaye mtetezi there is a judge naye kunaye uhakimu but i want you to understand one thing lakini nataka muelewe kitu kimoja that the scripture in the book of romans chapter 5:31 let me see if it's chapter 8:31 or 5:31 i'll give it to you now romans chapter 5 kitabu cha warumi mlango wa 5 The word is as sweet as honey. Neno ni tamu kama asali. The young bishop are you learning a thing or two? Je, maaskofu wachanga. Je, mnisikiza way you have been molded for your bishopric. Hallelujah. katika huu askofu wenu. But this is for all really, right? Lakini hii ni kwa wote hata hivyo. I tell you. Nakwambia. It is fire what's here. Ni moto moto hapa. When I saw the way Wandera was speaking there I I, I saw fire. Nilipoona jinsi ambavyo Wandera alikuwa akizungumza pale nikaona moto. It was big. Ilikuwa kubwa. It is eight. Ni nane. Wait I find it for you. What shall what what then shall we say in response to this? Tuseme nini basi kuhusu haya? If God is for us, who can be against us? Ikiwa Mungu yuko upande wetu, ni nani awezaye kuwa kinyume chetu? So now, kwa hivyo sasa, you have an entire court court system here. Sasa uko the na judicial system. Uko na mtindo mzima wote wa kimahakama. Where you have the accuser. Mali ambapo uko na mshtaki. You have the accuser. Uko na mshtaki. You are the accuser. Uko na mshtaki. The devil. Shetani. Everybody on me now. Kila mtu kwangu sasa. And then you are the defendant. Alafu uko na mtetezi. And you are the judge. Na uko na uko na uko na hakimu. And what is happening is this. Na kile kinachotendeka ni hiki. The the judge if you read on father. The the judge turns around and becomes our attorney, our advocate. Hakimu anageuka na kuwa ndiye mtetezi wetu. 
So then who can be against us? Basi ni nani awezaye kuwa kichwa yuko upande wetu. And so, very powerful. Hivyo so now. Kwa hivyo sasa, Joshua is standing there. Yeshua amesimama pale. And the devil has come. Na yeshetani amekuja. With a lot of issues. You know, so much issues. Ako na maswala mengi mengi mengi. How many, how many of you know? Ni wangapi wenu wanajua? that when you are serving the lord with such diligence and heaven is opening the glory is coming the enemy will always try to accuse you ni wangapi wenu wanaojua kwamba wakati unamtumikia bwana katika kujitolea namna hiyo na mbingu inafunguka adui kila wakati atainuka kukupinga the glory is coming fire is coming down people are many the enemy will always come and try to do what Joshua was doing what Adu, he was doing to Joshua adui atakuja na kujaribu kufanya kile ambacho alikuwa anafanya kwa Yoshua he appear to insult Joshua akajitokeza ili kumshtaki Yoshua he appear to blackmail Joshua alijitokeza kumpaka tope Yoshua and he was telling the king naye alikuwa akimwambia he was flashing the sins Joshua Joshua has committed. Alikuwa akileta zile dhambi ambazo Yeshua amezitenda. He had no value. He considered Joshua's life to be valueless. He wanted the king to kill Joshua. Alitaka mfalme amuue Yeshua. Aliona Yeshua kwamba hana udhamana wowote. He was considering Joshua's life to be worthless. Alikuwa anaona maisha ya Yeshua kuwa hayana maana kabisa. But thank God. Lakini shukrani naziwe kwa Mungu. God be for us. Ikiwa Mungu yuko upande wetu. Who can be against ni nani awezaye kuwa kinyume chetu kwa sababu sasa katika mahali hapa hapa Joshua is standing there. Yeshua anasimama. And the enemy is here. Na adui yuko hapa. And we remember too well right from the beginning also. Na tunakumbuka vyema kabisa tangia mwanzoni. The book of Job chapter 1 verse 6. Kitabu cha Ayubu moja mstari wa 6. Ah. I tell you. Nakwambia the word is sweet. Neno ni tamu. Tena sana. Tena zaidi. You eat it you can't have enough of it. Unalikula uwezi ukashiba. important to be it's important to be prepared by by he that has the golden key for heaven ni muhimu kuandaliwa na yeye aliyenafungua la dhahabu la mbinguni haleluya haleluya what a mighty way to prepare for the kingdom of god ni njia kuu kiasi gani kujiandaa kwa ajili ya ufalme wa mungu I am always worried because the 24 hour cycle is too small for me. Always. I wish he can make me a 48 hour day. Manake masai 24 ni machache. Lao wangenitengezea masai 48. Big problem here all the time. Kuna shida kubwa hapa kila wakati. The book of Job chapter 1 verse 6 says. Ayubu 1 mstari wa 6 asema. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord. Siku moja wana wa Mungu walikwenda kujionyesha mbele za Bwana. And Satan or Satan or Shetani or, or Satan or the devil whichever name really you want to give him right? Shetani ama ibilisi jina lolote lile utakalompa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says and, and Satan also came with them to appear. Can you imagine? Shetani naye akaja pamoja nao. 
And then he says, anasema, The Lord said to Satan, bana, Where have you come from? Bana shetani, Ume toka wapi. Huh? Where have you come from? Ume toka wapi. Huh? Tell me, where have you come from? Niambie, Ume toka wapi. Can, can you imagine that question? Unbelievable. Satan answered the Lord. Shetani akamji bubana. From roaming through the whole earth and going back and forth in it. Can you imagine that? The kind of answer. Natoka kuzunguka pote duniani nikitembea huku na huko humo. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Ndipo bana akamwambia shetani je umemwangalia huyo mtumishi wangu ayubu there is no one on the earth like him he is blameless and upright a man who fears god and shuns evil mtu ambaye hakuna mwingine duniani aliye kama yeye asiye na hatia ni mnyofu mwenye kumcha mungu na kuepuka na uovu the word explosion mlipuko wa neno is currently ongoing and we are centering it on the word na tunaweka shina lake kwa neno he says does job fear god for nothing alafu akasema je ayubu anamcha mungu bure satan replied shetani akajibu have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has Je wewe huku mjengea boma pande zote yeye na, na wanyumbani mwake pamoja na kila kitu alicho nacho You have blessed the work of his hands so he has flocks and herds are spread throughout the land Umebariki umebar, kazi za mikono yake umezibariki na hivyo makundi yake ya kondoo na mbuzi pamoja na wanyama yameenea katika nchi nzima In other words the reason he loves you is because you have blessed him Imagine, that's what Satan is trying to say Kwa maneno mengine sababu ambayo amekupe anakupenda ni kwa sababu umembariki hicho ndicho ambacho shetani anajaribu kusema And yet we know that there is a higher cause lakini tunajua kwamba kunayo sababu ya juu zaidi kumheshimu tu Mungu kwa kuwa yeye ni nani na anaendelea hapa kusema lakini nyosha mkono wako na kupiga kila kitu alicho nacho naye kwa hakika atakulani mbele za uso wako Mustari wa 12 Bana akamwambia shetani Very well then everything he has is in your hands but on the man himself do not lay a finger Vyema sana kwa hiyo kila kitu alicho nacho kiko mikononi mwako lakini juu ya huyo mtu mwenyewe usimguze hata kwa kidole So what is the Lord say? Kwa hivyo bana anasema nini? He say, anasema that Zechariah kwamba Zechariah was seeing this prophecy this vision here. Alikuwa akiona huu nabii hapa haya maono hapa. And he was seeing that Joshua the high priest has appeared before the angel of the Lord that is the Christ himself. Alipokuwa akiona Yeshua amejiwasilisha mbele ya malaika wa Bwana huyo alikuwa ni Kristo mwenyewe the Christ himself huyo ni Kristo mwenyewe and then satan appears to accuse him to oppose him alafu shetani anajitokeza kumshtaki kumpinga but what is amazing to me here lakini kinachonishangaza hapa is what we are going to see now ni kile ambacho tunaenda kukiona sasa that you people fear 
Satan Satan kwamba nyie watu mnamuogopa shetani so much sana sana why kwa nini because you always think he is equal to god kwa sababu kila wakati mnadhania kwamba anatoshana na Mungu no la asha he is actually created by god hata hivyo ameumbwa na Mungu and what we learn from here na kile ambacho tunajifunza kutoka hapa also pia is that his powers are limited kwamba nguvu zake zimezuiliwa just little like this kidogo tunamlimited imezuiliwa but always to panic why do you panic lakini kila wakati kuogopa kwa nini kuogopa why kwa nini no, no. Apana. We have to start putting him down under our feet. Inabidi tuanze kumweka chini ya miguu yetu. And tell him. Na kumwambia. Are you aware that the fire is pouring from heaven? Je, unajua kwamba moto unamwagika kutoka mbinguni? Your days are near. Siku zako ziko karibu. So, hivyo basi you can see here that he has limited power. The power he has is only that that has been allowed him by my god nguvu alizonazo ni zile ambazo ameruhusiwa na mungu wangu ayayay ayayay only what my god has allowed him kile tu ambacho mungu wangu amemruhusu because kwa sababu he saying here anasema hapa joshua appears yeshua anajitokeza And remember that this Joshua nakumbuka kwamba huyu Yeshua is not the Joshua that brought them across the Jordan. Sio Yeshua ambaye aliwavusha kwa Yordani. It's important we understand each other very well. Ni muhimu tuelewe mmoja na mwingine, tuelewane vizuri. And then now verse 2. Alafu sasa mstari wa pili. Verse 2 of the book of Zechariah. Mstari wa pili kitabu cha Zechariah. Chapter 3. Mlango wa 3. He says, Anasema The Lord said to Satan, Bwana akamwambia shetani, The Lord rebuke you. Bwana nakukemee. Satan. Shetani. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Bwana ambaye ameichagua Yerusalemu akukemee. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Je, mtu huyu sio kijinga kinachouaka kilichonyakuliwa kwenye moto? We can even stop there for a moment. Tunaweza hata kukomea pale kwa kitambo kidogo. So you see that now. Kwa hivyo unaona hiyo sasa. In that vision, in that prophecy Zechariah seeing, katika unabii huo Zechariah anaona, it's amazing. Inashangaza. The Lord now takes authority. Bana sasa anachukua mamlaka and rebukes Satan. Na kumkemea shetani on behalf of this high priest. Kwaniaba ya huyu kuhani mkuu. And then he announces to him. Kisha anatangaza kwake the election of a Jerusalem. Kuteuliwa kwa Yerusalemu. That Jerusalem has the election of God. Kwamba Yerusalemu imechaguliwa na Mungu. Don't joke around. Usifanye mizaha. In other words, mengine, Jerusalem. Yerusalemu has the election of the Lord. Iko na kuteuliwa naye Bwana together with its people. Pamoja na watu wake. Na makuhani wake. You cannot touch them. Hauwezi ukawaguza. 
He announced the election of Jerusalem. Anatangaza kuteuliwa kwa Yerusalemu. And yet I know that that same premise he uses for protecting Joshua. Kwamba hadi hiyo hiyo ambayo anaitumia kumlinda Yoshua. The election. Kuteuliwa. Election that Jerusalem has before the Lord. Kuteuliwa ambako Yerusalemu iko nayo mbele za Bwana. I know of somebody else who is sitting here. Ninajua mtu mwingine ambaye ameketi hapa who has the election of God ambaye ako na kuteuliwa na Mungu yes ndio because it says you, once you are not a people kwa sababu you are not the royal priest to the chosen people mara muku wa watu lakini sasa a nationality of God yenye ni watu wa uteue watu wa uraia wa Mungu and then he says kisha anasema again Tena verse two. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you Satan. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Bana bana akamwambia shetani. Bana akukemee shetani. Bana ambaye ameichagua Yerusalemu akukemee. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Je, mtu huyu sio kijinga kinachowaka kilichonyakuliwa kwenye moto? Are you going to focus on me now? Je, mtanilenga sasa? There is so much being said here already. Kuna mengi zaidi yanayosemwa hapa tayari. As we are moving to the garment. Tunaposonga kuelekea kwa vazi. Don't lose the focus. We are, we are, this is the, the framework that God used to build, design and build and establish the garment of righteousness. Musipoteze mwelekeo huo muundo ambao Bwana aliutumia na kuimarisha vazi la uhaki. It is a beautiful framework. Beautiful. Ni muundo wa kupendeza enjoyable too wakufurahisha pia because there are serious issues of purging that are about to appear here kuna mambo nyeti ya kuondolewa ambayo yako karibu utakaso hallelujah hallelujah so anasema that there is an election over you kwamba kuna kuteuliwa juu yako but for now we are talking about Joshua lakini kwa sasa tunazungumzia kumhusu Yeshua appearing before the Christ kujiwasilisha mbele ya Kristo before Christ came kabla ya Kristo kuja to Bethlehem kuja Bethlehem the house of bread nyumba ya mkate and we are going to visit all that don't worry everything will be said here na tutaenda kutembelea hiyo usijali kila kitu kitasemwa hapa so now kwa hivyo sasa is this man a, a brand that that has been removed from fire a burning stick snatched has been snatched you know to snatch from fire Je, mtu huyu sio kijinga kilichonyakuliwa kutoka kwa moto? Snatched. Kunyakuliwa. What is the Lord saying here right away at this place? Bana anasema nini hapa katika sehemu hii? He say, anasema that Israel, kwamba Israeli just the other day siku nyingine tu was snatched ilichukuliwa from another fire called Egypt kutoka katika moto mwingine uitwao Misri we are all familiar sote tunajua and if this same Israel alapanasema huyu huyu Israeli was supposed to be incinerated and burned until finished until what you saw happened to Sodoma and Gomorrah alipaswa kuteketezwa na kumalizwa kama kile macho mlio na Sodoma na Gomora. If it were not for the uncommon mercies, the wonder mercies of God to touch a pagan an atheist king. Ijapokuwa tu ni kwa rehema za Mungu kumguza yule mfalme kafiri. 
and then all of a sudden he gives an ordinance a decree to release them the most unlikely thing ghafla binfua anapeana agizo la kuachilia kitu ambacho sio cha kawaida kufanya so again another place where the lord snatched them from babylonian fire alafu sehemu nyingine ambayo bana aliwaondoa aliwachomoa kutoka katika moto wa babeli wa babylonia but i know of somebody who is sitting here also who was snatched from a fire of hell because of adam falling in the garden ya mtu ambaye alichukuliwa kutoka katika moto wa jahanamu kwa ajili ya adamu kuanguka can you increase my volume on these speakers ahead of me here so i don't strain because the message my message is long hallelujah the ones in front of me hallelujah so so you say kwa hivyo anasema that even you kwamba hata wewe Adam fell Adamu alianguka and then you inherited the rot alafu ukarithi ule mwozo in your DNA katika DNA zenu and so you too are supposed to be somewhere in hell fire wewe pia unapaswa kuwa katika sehemu fulani jahanamu katika moto where it not for somebody to snatch you kama si kwa ajili ya mtu kukuchukua kukunyakua so focus on me now kwa hivyo mnilenge sasa what is the lord saying on this journey to the government of righteousness bana anasema yapi katika safari ya vazi la uhaki and because you are very obedient and focused on me now na kwa sababu nyinyi ni watifu sana namna niangalia na kunitazama sasa he says the following anasema yapatayo that the fire kwamba moto the fire moto fire is sin moto ni tam ni dambi that fire is sin moto ni dambi i know we know the wages of sin but you know that fire here is, is, is that that actually zekaria saw huo moto ambayo haswa zekaria aliona that is sin hiyo ni dambi and tena the burning stick kijinga kinachowaka the bishop so everybody are focused on me now maskofu kila mtu mnilenge sasa especially the kenyan bishop and everybody else of course aswa sana maskofu wa kenya na kila mtu hata hivyo the stick kijiti the burning stick kijinga kinachowaka is supposed to burn until it's over kinapaswa kuteketea hadi kiishe cannot save itself hakiwezi kujiokoa so the burning stick kijinga kinachowaka is actually the sinner hata hivyo ni mwenye dhambi the sinner mwenye dhambi look at this now natazama hii sasa when the snatch kisha kule kunyakuliwa that is the amazing saving grace of Jesus hiyo ni neema ya ajabu ya kuokoa ya Yesu so those who have clapped I blessed you eternally kwa wale ambao wamepiga makofi nimewabariki milele so hivyo you see that the snatching away from fire has nothing to do with the abilities of the stick kwa hivyo unaona kule kunyakuliwa kutoka katika moto hauna uhusiano wowote na ule uweza wa kijiti 
In fact as we continue on here Hata hivyo tunapoendelea hapa zaidi You are going to see Unaenda kuona that as Zechariah is seeing this tremendous cascade and conversation kwamba Zechariah anapoona mwondoko huu na majadiliano haya ya ajabu Joshua says no word not even one word Yoshua hasemi hata neno moja up to, up to the very end where we are going to reach today hadi mwisho ni mahali ambapo tutafikia leo hii we are going to go up to verse 10 tutakwenda kwenda hadi mstari wa 10 so don't worry i'm with you we are still in verse 2 3 kwa hivyo msijali tuangalie katika mstari wa 2 this is deep hii ni ya vilindi if you are looking for the framework for the garment of righteousness ikiwa unatafuta muundo kwa ajili ya vazi la uhaki here it is ndio hili hapa Ai. Ai. Say, anasema. Say, anasema. The snatching kule kunyakuliwa from fire kutoka kwa moto. That is done by the Christ. Hiyo inafanywa na Kristo mwenyewe. Mwenyewe. And that's why I said as we proceed and unto the end ndio sababu nilipo, nilisema kwamba tunapoendelea hadi mwisho utasikia kwamba Yoshua hajasema hata neno moja katika unabii huu but can i just cover a few general areas like i did with righteousness je ninaweza kushughulikia maeneo fulani fulani kama vile nilivyofanya na uhaki righteousness uhaki before i began the message kabla nianze ujumbe just some introduction some things to help you utangulizi tu baadhi ya mambo ya kukusaidia fire moto i think fire ninakisia uh, moto is vividly clear to everybody including a child uko wazi kabisa kwa kila mtu kuhusisha mtoto even a child can see hata mtoto anaweza kuona but this is fire kwamba huu ni moto that this is what fire kwamba huu ni moto and that's number one. everybody can see fire hiyo nambari moja kila mtu anaweza kuona moto number two. jambo la pili that everybody kwamba kila mtu including a baby kuhusisha mtoto that is the same height as the bounce as the cooker flame the gas cooker try the hand and uh, uh, including a baby a little baby of this height kuhusisha mtoto mdogo ambaye ni wa kimo ambaye si mrefu everybody can perceive the dangers of fire kila mtu anaweza kutambua hatari za moto remember we have said the fire represents sin kumbuka so do this in that context tumesema kwamba moto unaashiria dhambi fanya hivyo kwa mkutada huu so you can imagine kwa hivyo unaweza ukawazia anasema that when fire is on everybody can see that is fire kwamba wakati moto umewaka kila mtu anaweza kuona kwamba huo ni moto number two. jambo la pili everybody when they try to touch they can tell the dangers of fire kila mtu akijaribu kuguza anaweza kusema hatari za moto in other words everybody knows that fire does burn burn kwa maneno mengine kila mtu anajua kwamba moto uteketeza unachoma number 4 number 4 everybody knows kila mtu anajua that fire does spread so fast 
kwamba moto unaenea kwa haraka sana very very fast kwa haraka sana the next thing you realize the wind has sent it everywhere california wherever it, it really goes very fast jambo ambalo natambua kwamba ule upepo umeusukuma kule california na mahali popote pale unaenea kwa haraka sana The next thing you realize for example from the Californian fires na jambo lingine ambalo unagundua kutoka kwa mfano ile mioto ya California is that fire is no respecter of personality and celebrity status kwamba moto haueheshimu watu ama cheo chao it will simply burn somebody utateketeza tu mtu Another thing you learn from the Californian fires about this message here. Jambo lingine ambalo unagundua kutoka mioto ya California katika ujumbe huu hapa. Sometimes when you think you have extinguished the fire. Kwamba wakati mwingine unapodhani kwamba umeuzima moto. And you did not extinguish it well. Na haukuzima vizuri. Then you're going to be in some serious trouble tomorrow morning. Basi utakwenda kuwa katika shida mbaya zaidi kesho asubuhi. You are going to be in some big trouble. Unaenda kuwa katika shida kubwa zaidi. When you wake up utakapoamka and find that the fire you thought you had shut down. Wakati ambapo ulidhani kwamba ule moto ambao ulikuwa umedhani umeuzima was still running. Bado ulikuwa unateketeza. Na umeenda umepelekwa na upepo na kuenea sana. We are talking about fire. Tunazungumzia kuhusu moto. Moto. And remember in the context that fire is sin. Nakumbuka katika muktadha kwamba moto ni dhambi. And we have seen na tumeona that the advisory you always get from the fires of Australia kwamba ule ushauri ambao ulikuwa unapeanwa katika ile mioto ya California you are told don't put the things that can lead it together the dry weather and bonfire what don't try to play with fire usijaribu kuweka fire in australia ambavyo vinaweza kuwaka kwa haraka usicheze na moto australia don't see a dry weather Usione anga ambalo ni kavu and then now you want to do a bush a campfire alafu sasa unataka kuteketeza kichaka na kuchoma mahindi ama nyama na kuchoma mahindi ama nyama to roast corn or roast beef with fire don't do that kuchoma mahindi ama ama nyama usifanye hivyo so that is fire kwa hivyo huo ni moto so in other words kwa hivyo kwa maneno mengine Everybody understands the dangers of fire. Kila mtu anaelewa hatari za moto. Hai. Hai. Is there anybody that can say they don't understand the dangers of fire? Je, Is there anybody that can say that they don't understand the dangers of fire? Je, kuna mtu ambaye anaweza sema kwamba hawaelewi hatari za moto? So then, basi, why do people say they don't they play around and say they don't understand the dangers of sin? Ni kwa nini watu wanacheza cheza na kusema kwamba hawaelewi hatari za dhambi? And you have found out today. Na umegundua leo hii. That if you don't extinguish shut down that sin properly. Kwamba ikiwa hautazima hiyo hautazima hiyo dhambi vizuri. It can easily mess you up. Inaweza ikaharibu ikakuharibu kabisa. So when he said Kwa hivyo aliposema aren't you aware je hamjui no you not no don't you know je hamjui that this is a burning stick this Ma, man here kwamba hiki ni kijinga ama kijiti huyu mtu hapa 
is a burning stick snatched from the fire I have actually rescued him owing to his election not because of anything he did great but the election of God upon him and so when you read on look at this look at now why Satan appears to accuse Joshua verse 3 now he says now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel wakati huu Yeshua alikuwa amevaa nguo chafu alipokuwa amesima mambele ya malaika can you imagine this je unaweza kuwazia hii even venezuela will understand this hata venezuela wataelewa hii can you imagine this je unaweza kuwazia hii so Joshua appeared kwa hivyo Yeshua akajitokeza before the lord mbele za bwana in filthy clothes katika mavazi machafu Do you know what filthy clothes mean in Hebrew? Je, unajua mavazi machafu? Languages Semitic or Hebrew? Inamaanisha nini katika Kiebrania? Filthy clothes. Mavazi machafu. I read from Isaiah 64 verse 6 nilisoma kitabu cha Isaiah 64:6 ndani yake na kutupatia kulingana na wafilipi mlango wa tatu mstari wa nane Dr. Joyce Adu is good to see you my daughter Dr. Joyce Adu ni vyema kukuona binti wangu In Swahili we say umenitupa katika Swahili twasema umenitupa sana meaning you have thrown me kumaanisha kwamba umenitupa into some dust bin or somewhere mahali <laughs> is actually garment that is soiled ni vazi ambalo limechafuliwa has been soiled limepakwa tope can i be open with you now je naweza kuifunua pamoja nanyi sasa soiled with human excrement limechafuliwa na kinyesi cha mtu human excrement can you imagine kinyesi cha mtu je unaweza ukawazia so hivyo basi Can you imagine when you appear before the Lord and you are not right? Hebu ukawazia kwamba unapojiwasilisha mbele za Bwana na hauko sawa. Naye anasema that is what the Lord sees. Hicho ndicho ambacho Bwana anaona. That your garment is smeared with human excrement and then you are standing. Kwamba kwamba vazi lako limepakwa tope limepakwa na kinyesi cha mtu kisha umesimama and that human excrement means so much every other every other i don't want to say here can you imagine 
when he says that Joshua was standing before the Lord in filthy clothes I, in filthy rags do you now understand why the devil had come to accuse him then at this point because you know the Lord knows everything in every heart of every man even the schemes, the plans of the heart he knows everything before even you come if I do, how much the Lord then if I do, how much the Lord does? Who is going to sit where and dress in what? And when I reach a point when I say this, that person will be thinking like this. So, Joshua is standing in that filthy state before the Lord. And that can only tell that when the enemy was coming to, to accuse him before the Lord, the enemy in that context spoke the truth. Because the Lord knows every scheming of the heart. Right? so there is no way the devil was going to lie to the Lord so the devil simply came to give to enumerate count down the things you have done why your garment is like this and everybody look at me the bigger picture now the bigger picture is now the high priest of God the Christ is going to remove this filth from Joshua but look at what is what we are going to go through in the next huge segment of the message tomorrow it is this now so this one we have to go up to the end but look at this now the Messiah essentially exchanges his glorious garment and then he imputes he credits righteousness his own to Joshua to the child. Joshua now represents the high priest and Israel the entire Israel and this Joshua also now represents the church the pastors plus the entire church but what is amazing is this that the Lord actually comes and exchanges and he wears this filthy God oh you should, hear, you should wait until I reach the sweating clothes He exchanges the garment of glory, his own glory. 
And then, alafu, he takes on this to, ana, the, to the cross. Analichukua hili kwa msalaba. Can you imagine? Je, unaweza kuwazia? But I did not tell you much. This soiling is bad. Nasikuambia zaidi. Let me just say it because it's a word. It is plus blood. Imechanganya maana na damu. And the Messiah in his glory. Na Mesia katika utukufu wake. Exchanges. Anabadilisha. This is what was happening here. Hiki ndicho ambacho kilikuwa kinatendeka hapa. Let me just read a moment and then I'll explain to you a bigger section. Hebu nisome zaidi alafu nitawaelezea ile sehemu kubwa. Isaiah. Anasema hapa. Verse 4. Mstari wa 4. When the angel said to those who were standing before him Malaika akawaambia wale waliokuwa wamesimama mbele yake Take off his filthy clothes Mvueni hizo nguo zake chafu Then he said to Joshua Kisha akamwambia Yoshua See I have taken away your sin and I put rich garment on you Tazama nimeiondoa dhambi yako nami nitakuvika mavazi ya kitajiri Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let me explain this. Lakini hebu nikaelezee haya. Everybody focus on me now. Kila mtu mnilenge sasa. And I know he has zoomed on me so I'm in the screen you can see me everywhere. So look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. The high priest. Kuhani mkuu in Israel. Katika Israeli. When Yom Kippur is arriving it is tomorrow. Wakati Yom Kippur imekaribia ni kesho. The day of atonement. Siku ya ondoleo la dhambi. Look at what happens. Tazama kinachotendeka. He does not sleep the entire night. Halali usiku wote. The high priest. Kuhani mkuu does not sleep the entire night. Halali usiku wote. The entire night, usiku wote, the high priest, kuhani mkuu, is repenting. Anatubu, repenting. Anatubu, he's repenting of his sins. Anatubia dhambi zake, he's in prayer and repentance the whole night. Ako katika maombi na toba usiku wote. And other priests used to be assigned duty roster, duty shift at night. Na makuhani wengine walikuwa wanapewa I, ile zamu yao wakati wa usiku that a, a group of them will help him repenting with him praying with him up to their shift is over another group has arrived they help him they repent with him they pray with him until their shift is over another shift comes they were helping him throughout that night because tomorrow is the day of atonement he is going to enter kwamba kikundi kimoja kinakuja kinatubu pamoja na naye na hadi zamu yao ishe na kikundi kingine kinaendelea kinashikilia hapo usiku wote kwa sababu kesho ni siku ya ondoleo la dhambi how many love the word expo ni wangapi wanapenda mlipuko wa neno thank you from Kigali thank you asante Very kutoka powerful. Kigali ya nguvu sana this is our summer bible camp basi hii ndio kambi yetu ya biblia ya wakati wa joto how many want to do it in kisumu every year this time wanataka tuifanye kisumu kila mwaka wakati kama huu everybody even muranga wants kisumu right kila mtu hata muranga inataka kisumu you have not yet made up your mind the kisumu person has not yet mtu wa kitout mtu wa kisumu and proved it 
and confirm it, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If the Lord has not yet come, let us try to come back here. It's powerful to be here. And hear the word of righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. Yes, anakuja. So sit down. He says, the whole night, usiku wote, different shift, different shift. They are helping the high priest to repent his sins. Remember, if he is not right and he enters, he will be struck by my friend. My friend that visits me, he will strike him. If he is not ready. And that's why it is continuous preparation the whole night. Then on the day of atonement itself, Yom Kippur. Now all the Israelites will come around the temple. So that's now a big day. That's a big day. Sasa hiyo ni siku kubwa, siku kubwa zaidi around the temple and for him the high priest with the other supporting priests they will bring him into a, a, a secluded area a covered area after repenting the whole night why, why is he preparing like this because he is going to up here before the Lord. What Joshua was doing here. Look at this now. When the day arrives, all the Israelites have surrounded the temple. And in the inside now, the supporting priests take him to a secluded area with a bigger, a bigger covering. And there, they remove all his clothes. Yes. They remove all his clothes. And begin to wash him. They begin to wash him. They will wash him and what? wash him and they don't want one speck of dirt or anything to remain because he will die. After they have washed him, then they clothe him in a new garment. So they clothe him in a new garment. And then now, he crosses over Anavuka. and he slices the neck of the lamb. He slaughters an animal and enters inside Na and offers for himself. Na kwa ajili yake for himself. Kwa ajili yake and then when he has finished, 
Alafu anapomaliza Remember here the little bells and pomegranate and bell bell that alternating you see so that string so that if anything happens it can be pulled out Kumbuka ana kamba aliyofunga mguuni na kengele ikiwa chochote kitafanyika atavutwa nje Look at this now Tazama hii sasa Then kisha he comes out after slaughtering and sacrificing the first animal for he himself anatoka nje baada ya kutoa dhabihu yule mnyama wa kwanza kwa ajili yake mwenyewe then again they remove those garments and wash him kisha wanaondoa hayo mavazi na kumuosha and dress him again na kumvalisha tena garment na vazi jingine jipya then he goes in there and slaughters an animal again kisha anarudi mle ndani na kuchinja mnyama tena offers for the priests anatoa dhabihu kwa ajili ya makuhani He does it three times. The third one is for Israel. Anaifanya hivyo mara tatu. Ya tatu ni ya Waisraeli. It is not a joke to appear before the Lord. Sio mzaha kujiwasilisha mbele za Bwana. It is not a joke to appear before Jehovah. Sio mzaha kujiwasilisha mbele ya Jehovah. It is not a child play. Sio mchezo tu wa kitoto. To appear before the Lord. Kujiwasilisha mbele za Bwana. can just arrive there say hi god bless me pocketing hi god you cannot do that hauwezi ukasema hi mungu nibariki kama umeingiza mikono mfukoni hauwezi ukafanya hivyo no hapana and so na hivyo basi what is amazing here kinachoshangaza hapa is that Joshua appears in those filthy garments ni kwamba Yoshua anajiwasilisha katika hayo mavazi machafu and just by one decree na kwa tangazo tu moja Joshua has not said a word. Joshua hajasema neno. But first of all, lakini kwanza kabisa, can we go deeper into the field of this garment that the Messiah is cleaning up? Je, tunaweza kuingia katika katika vilindi vya uchafu wa ili vazi ambalo Mesia analisafisha? Do you remember when he says your sins are like leprosy to me? Je, mnakumbuka aliposema kwamba dhambi zenu ni kama ukoma kwangu? like leprosy kama ukoma the kunk the kunk of leprosy huge chunks of pus and blood yale magamba makubwa ya ukoma yako kila mahali can you put some leprosy on the on the screen if the lord allows you i bless you very much my son so this is a very tremendous message on the gravity of sin and the gravity of appearing huu ni ujumbe wa ajabu kuhusiana na uzito wa dhambi na uzito wa kujiwasilisha and that's why i come na ndio sababu naja because we are making substantive gains kwa sababu tuna uh, tunaendelea kutengeza faida so hivyo now sasa by command kwa amri but the, the same sin the same filth kwamba uchafu huo huo dhambi hiyo hiyo before the lord mbele za bwana is like leprosy ni kama ukoma Why why like leprosy? Ni kwa nini kama ukoma? Because we not so well. Kwa sababu tunajua vyema. But leprosy, kwamba ukoma is a disease that shows up you see on the skin like this like this. Ni ugonjwa ambao unajionyesha kwa ngozi namna hii namna hii. Randy has not helped me. Okay there you go. Ndio hiyo sasa. That's not leprosy. Sasa huo ndio ukoma. 
And you see the way the Lord cleaned her on this side. You see before the Lord cleaned her. You can imagine the horrendous pain. Unaweza ukawazia ule uchungu wa kutisha. Kiss and sightly. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable that that is how we appear before the Lord in sin. And now, with the mega prophets of the Lord, the mighty prophet of the Lord touched, and then they began to fall off like this. My blessed daughter. Binti wangu mbarikiwa. And you know she was crippled also. Na unajua alikuwa kiwete pia. Until now the Lord let me I decreed again she got up and walked. Hadi bwana kaniongoza nikatangaza tena akasimama kusema. Sana katika ile kanisa katika huduma hii. Okay now let us move on now. Hebu tuendelee sasa. What is he saying here? Anasema yapi hapa? When you see the person on the skin like that. Unapoona ukoma katika ngozi namna hiyo, it shows up in the skin but it is from inside. Inajionyesha katika ngozi lakini iko kutoka ndani katika damu. The same thing with sin. Jambo hilo hilo kati na dhambi. Sin is an inward disease. Dhambi ni ugonjwa wa ndani. Leprosy is contagious. Ule ukoma ni wa kuambukiza. Sin is contagious. Dhambi ni ya kuambukiza pia. Say sometimes you hear peer pressure what they use many names but that's the contagion. Ndio sababu unasikia athari ya kikundi na wanatumia majina lakini ni wa kuambukiza. The same thing with leprosy. Vivyo hivyo na ukoma. With leprosy pamoja na ukoma a leper cannot heal himself mwenye ukoma hawezi akajitakasa hawezi akajipoa only jesus can cleanse a leper ni yesu tu anaweza kumtakasa mwenye ukoma only jesus can clear us yesu peke yake anaweza safisha dhambi hallelujah hallelujah only jesus ni yesu tu can cleanse the sin anaweza kusafisha dhambi hallelujah hallelujah And that's why he says ndio sababu anasema garment was equal to leprosy haya mavazi machafu yalikuwa yanalinganishwa na ukoma do you remember that when you had leprosy you had to go shouting unclean 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 for people to run away unakumbuka kwamba ulipokuwa na ukoma unapaswa kwenda ukitangaza najisi 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 ili watu wakutoroke hey And then the Messiah by one decree. Alafu Mesia kwa tangazo moja tu. He now commands sasa anamrisha that rich garment. First of all, remove his filthy clothes. Kwanza kabisa ondoa mavazi yake machafu. Now he introduces us to another community here, a group of angels. Those are attending angels. Sasa anatanguliza katika kikundi cha malaika hapa wale ambao ni wakuhudumu. They attend to the messiah wanamhudumia mesia so he's giving them command kwa hivyo anawapatia amri and then now na lafu sasa they remove his clothes wakaondoa mavazi yake and they clothe him with new garment rich na, garment na wakambalisha vazi jipya vazi la kitajiri while the angel of the lord the christ is watching standing by meaning overseeing wakati ambapo malaika wa bwana kristo amesimama akitazama kumaanisha anaangalia he's watching anaangalia the garment is filthy here 
basi ni chapu hapa now they have removed sasa wameliondoa and the messiah himself naye mesia mwenyewe has now decreed sasa ametangaza the garment of righteousness basi la uhaki to be placed on him akabalishwe meaning only the messiah kumaanisha ni mesia tu but tell me basi lakini niambie this removing why are they not giving me this because i'm suffering so much my voice why doesn't somebody give me this because i really want to move but you are restraining me so he's saying the following anasema yapatayo that the removal of sin kwamba kuondoa kwa dhambi we all know sote twajua that only the messiah can remove sin kwamba ni mesia tu anaweza kuondoa dhambi and we all know na sote tunajua that that process must be the cross and the blood alone alone kwamba mtakatoo lazima uwe ni msalaba na damu peke yake peke yake that's why i love the word expose ndio sababu ninapenda mlipuko wa neno because i can go in all latitudes all directions katika mwelekeo wote all directions mwelekeo wote i can do it ninaweza kuifanya i can go extensive here ninaweza kwenda katika vilindi hapa and extensive here na katika vilindi upande huu and extensive everywhere na kwa kila mahali and as high as heaven is na hata kwenda juu kama vile mbingu ilivyo juu this is beautiful hii yapendeza outside there they will charge you registration fee kule so dollars kule nje watakulipisha ada ya kujisajili watasema dola elfu moja but when now the messengers that prepare the way lakini, arrive it is free of charge lakini, for the widows and the orphans lakini sasa wakati wajumbe wanaanza kwa ajili ya kuja kwa mesia sasa ni bure bilashi kwamba wanataka kila mtu haleluya let god be god wacha mungu awe mungu can we move on So this is amazing. Kwa hivyo hii yashangaza. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, Zechariah, Zechariah is even seeing the matters of the cross. Hata anaona maswala ya msalaba. The removal of sin, kuondolewa kwa dhambi. This is amazing. Hii yashangaza. He saying, anasema, by one man's disobedience, kwa kutotii kwa mtu mmoja, sin entered one man dambi kamuingia mtu mmoja and entered all men all people na ikawaingia watu wote and entered all people na kifo pia kikawaingia watu wote however lakini anasema hata hivyo by one man's obedience over here now kwa utiifu wa mtu mmoja he came with life alikuja na uzima and he has rescued all na amewakomboa wote that believe ambao wanaamini hallelujah hallelujah How many are loving the word expo? Ni wangapi wanapenda mlipuko wa neno? Nakwambia. This is it. Ndio hii. So we have to do this so again. We have to come back next year here. Basi itabidi turudi hapa mwaka ujao hapa. To this city. Kwa mji huu. Look at the beautiful weather the sun. Tazama anga la kupendeza jua. The sun is summer day in the metro in the middle of the city. Jua linapoka katika katikati ya jiji majengo marefu. Wow. Wow. I feel complicated now. Na hisi nimetatanishwa sasa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's mighty here. It is the message of removing sin. The message of cleansing sin. Ujumbe wa kustafisha message of righteousness. Ujumbe wa uhaki. Repentance. Toba. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
I said Nilisema, before I end the garment kabla First of all, the framework God set up. That we may not disturb each other ahead of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you sit down a moment? So now, we have commanded and now we know that there are other angels now here. Who are actually attending, attending him. And then, he has commanded them to remove the filthy garment and put rich garment of Joshua. And they have now dressed Joshua. His identity has changed. And by that act, the Messiah has overruled Satan. When Satan came to accuse, he did not even allow Satan to say one word. How many of you know that when God is using you so much and glory and fire is opening from heaven and pouring in the tent? You know, beautiful tent pouring here the devil is always going to be very quick to appear to accuse you the devil was pointing he wanted to point at the sins Joshua has committed telling the Lord look he did this he did this he has committed this sin also how many know that the devil will always do that but the Lord is mightier Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he says here very clearly. He says, take off his filthy clothes. And he says to Joshua, see I've taken away your sin. And I'll put which garment on you. Then I said, put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head. And clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by. What is the Lord saying about this garment of glory in this conversation now? Verse 5. Look at this now. He's saying the same thing I wanted to demonstrate to you, but I did it earlier. I jumped the gun before. Because when the Lord speaks with you I mean I'm talking about now this level is a different level everybody knows right but I'm saying like this level sometimes when he's, like when he's creating those planets you are creating with him you're also putting and he tells you just push it a little more on the fabric so you push the planet like this and then you go to the next and see and even try to see if they are aligned and then whatever so he involves you 
ambaye anakuhusisha unasongesha hivi na kutazama kuona kama iko katika nafasi yake anasema weka finya kidogo finya chini kidogo anasema finya chini kidogo anakuhusisha ni ya ajabu even when he takes you up where man will never reach hata ambapo anakupeleka juu ambapo hakuna mwanadamu atakayewahi kufika huko do you remember when he took me all the way into heaven before central park i remember even menengai but before central park central park and then alafu what he does is amazing he makes now this prophet sit anasababisha hawa manabii kuketi and he is also here na pia yuko hapa and their shoulders touch do you remember that prophecy na mabega yao inaguzana je mnakumbuka huo unapi and he points like this na anakonyeza namna hii then he shouts kisha anapiga kelele that is elijah huyo ni that is elijah we care now makilikeni sasa is warning the earth anaonya dunia and he is told you na amewaambia also to, so we are both pointing kwa hivyo sote tunakonyeza and then i said that the glory will come like pinpoint sharp alafu nikasema utukufu utakuja moja kwa moja na kuangaza yes and then you see the glory came alafu naona utukufu ulikuja and came and settled exactly when the day came na utkaja na kutua asua siku ile ilipowadia so when you are operating at this level kwa hivyo milele na umilele ndani mwa mbinguni wale waliopiga makofi wa kwanza hivyo basi hiyo ndio sababu mnaona sasa Joshua is being dressed wakati Yeshua anavalishwa his clothes are being put on the rich garment mavazi yake yanavalishwa mavazi ya kitajiri you find Zechariah enters in unapata Zekaria anaingia ndani anaendelea mbele na kusema tafadhali mvalishe kilemba keupike kilemba pia anahusika pia anapeana maagizo huyo ni Yahweh jinsi anavyofanya mambo yake haleluya kwa sababu sasa hii yashangaza away the filthy garment kwa sababu anaondoa mavazi machafu katika muktadha huo anapeana maagizo uamvike kilemba safi na unajua kwamba kilemba ni ishara ya ukuhani bana anasema yapi pale basi bana anasema yapatae anasema that the placing of the turban on the head kwamba kule kuvikwa ama kuvalishwa kile kile kilemba kichwani we're going to read the book of Exodus 39 verse 39 verse 30 now look at this before we go there but the turban and there is a golden plate a golden plate that is placed in front here and there's some blue the greater detail i don't need to go there now ambayo imewekwa hapa mbele na kuna za mawati kuna vipenge vyake sitaki kuingia ndani yake sasa and that golden place says na hiyo kiicho kipaji cha dhahabu chasema 
holy unto the Lord. Mtakatifu kwake bwana. Did you understand? And so that's a very serious instruction regarding the garment. Basi hayo ni maagizo nyeti kuhusiana na vazi. Very very serious instruction. Maagizo nyeti nyeti zaidi. Because he's saying therefore. Pale, that the garment of righteousness when you wear. Kwamba vazi la uhaki unapolivaa. When you wear it. Unapolivalia. Because look at this now. Kwa sababu tazama hii sasa. When Joshua steps forward. Wakati Yeshua anapojitokeza. And comes to you. Na kuja kwako. The first thing you will see jambo la kwanza utakaloliona which becomes dominant ambalo linakuwa liko wazi is that turban and the golden plate ni kwamba ni hiyo hicho hiyo 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 kicho kilemba na hiyo sehemu ya dhahabu it does insubordinate every other aspect of the garment na hiyo inakuwa ina juu ya kila kipengele kingine cha vazi it brings them to the background ina, inaileta chini all you see is holy to the lord kile ambacho unaona ni kwamba mtakatifu kwake bwana but saying is so doing na anasema kwa kufanya hivyo the lord has established bwana ameimarisha he has established an everlasting truth ameimarisha ukweli wa milele that if there be any religion that is what is false if there be any religion that is worthy it's salt 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 kwamba ikiwa kuna dini yoyote ambayo inastahili chumvi yake anasema hiyo dini the standard of that religion kiwango cha hiyo dini must be holiness lazima iwe utakatifu utakatifu Can I explain to you that? Jenaweza kuelezea hiyo. Let me explain it. Hebu nielezee. He saying the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He saying. Anasema that Joshua is here. Kwamba Joshua yuko hapa. He's coming to you. Na anakuja kwenu. And the first thing you see about him. Na jambo la kwanza mnaloona kumbuka holiness that that religion has imparted unto him. Ni utakatifu ambao hiyo dini imeweka kwake. Is the holiness that that worship has actually used to transform his life ni utakatifu ambayo ya ibada imetumia kubadilisha maisha yake so his life has actually been transformed by that worship into a holy life that's why he is now broadcasting it abroad holy holy holiness unto the lord holiness to the lord holiness holiness utakatifu kwake bwana ai what a gospel ni injili kiasi gani What a gospel. Ni njini kali kiasi gani? Powerful. Ya nguvu sana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Injili wake. Injili wake. Let the gospel continue. Wacha injili iendelee. The gospel of Jesus. Injili fire. Ni moto. Very mighty. Kubwa sana sana. My son very mighty. Kubwa sana sana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The gospel of righteousness. In the gospel of purification. The gospel of the garments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kisumu. Kisumu. What expo? 2019. Mwaka wa 2019. Kambakia. Rudini hapa. Next year Kambakia. Mwaka ujao rudini hapa. <laughs> I tell you. Nakwambia. Hey. Oh yes. Oh ndio. 
It is beautiful. And yet this is just the introduction of the message itself. Can you imagine? That's why I want to finish and see if I can touch a little bit and then tomorrow we begin on the body, the body now. Ndio sababu nataka nimalizie na nione kama naweza kuzia kidogo. Alafu kesho nitaingia kwenye ujumbe wenyewe, mkuu handling this now in the body, I'll be talking directly about climbing the glorious righteous stairs of righteousness. Kwa sababu baada ya kumaliza hii itakuwa katika ule mwili sasa, itakuwa moja kwa moja nikizungumzia but thank you for coming. Lakini asante kwa kuja. Coming back. Kurudi. Always coming back. Kila wakati kurudi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The violinist wacheza fiddle. What a mighty time in the church. Ni wakati mkubwa kiasi gani katika kanisa? Are you going to worship for us one song and then I continue here? Je, mtakwenda kutukwetu enjoyable? Alafu tutarudi hapa. Let us make it enjoyable. My son, Mwanangu, can you come and sing your mercy transformed my name? Mercy my name and mercy rewrote your name. Mahema ziliandika upya jina langu. Ai. Hai Kelia. Nakwambia. Ni kubwa hapa. We are coming back. Tunarudi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The garment of righteousness. Basi la uhaki. But you see, my worry is this. Lakini wauna wasiwasi wangu ndio huu. Will you really allow me to go to other nations? Je, kwa kweli mtaniruhusu niende kwa mataifa mengine? I think it's not possible. It's not possible. You cannot interrupt this. No, sababu huwezi kuzuilia hii. This must continue. But right now, sometimes more than 200 cities globally. Joanne Mutai, my daughter, how many cities? You maybe you don't know now, but normally how many are this hour? More than 400 cities please my lord Zaidi ya miji miaine tafadhali mabana wangu That is it Ndiyo hiyo And sometimes one city 8,000 people Others 200,000 whatever It's amazing I am ready to serve you Niko tayari kuwa tumikia Asemaye bana I'm ready to serve you Niko tayari kuwa tumikia Just don't blackmail me please don't blackmail me I'm ready to serve you as you can see I want you to enter so you are calling for burdens and listen and salve are they going to come here the worship leader plus one violinist before I go back hallelujah hallelujah what a mighty day
tremendous time in the church wakati wa ajabu katika kanisa beautiful hour in the house saa ya kupendeza katika kanisa the young bishops that the lord is raising how is they going maaskofu wa changamoto the lord is molding you people bana anawatengeza nyie watu he is molding you to standardize he says anasema this is the right moment to use that word huu ndio wakati unaofaa kutumia hilo neno because he essentially benchmarked all religions and worship kwa sababu kimsingi aliigana kuzingatia dini zote nakisha anasema if any religion be worthy ikiwa dini yote itastahili chumvi yake chumvi yake then that religion number one basi hiyo dini nambari moja must have a transforming power lazima iwe na uwezo wa kubadilisha and you know when you mention that then you almost i think at that point you have rubbished all the religions under the sun na wakati unapotaja hiyo nafikiria wakati mmoja umefutilia mbali dini zote chini ya jua Chile I bless you Lima Peru brother Lima Peru Lima Peru nina wabariki I bless you nina wabariki I know we are going to meet Najua tunaenda kukutana But right now I'm in the middle of work we can meet later Lakini sasa hivi niko katikati ya kazi tunaweza kutana baadaye And so Na hivyo basi He's saying Anasema in so worshiping Jehovah in holiness katika kumwabudu Jehovah hivyo katika utakatifu so now the well, high priest has the plate the plate on the turban in the forefront naibu basi yule kuhani mkuu anabamba la dhahabu kichwani mwake it's written limeandikwa holiness and hali ambapo nionyeshe mizimu wewe ambao wanasikia so me you are worshiping kwa and engraved on it na kuchora juu yake like an inscription on the seal kama mchoro juu ya mhuri and he says holy to the lord then they fasted did the blue coat kisha wakalifunga kwa kamba ya rangi ya blue touch it to the tower ili kulishikamanisha na kile kile kilemba as the lord had commanded kama bwana alivomwagiza wow wow kwa hivyo anasema that this is very powerful if this be the blueprint for the design of the garment of righteousness then this is too powerful because he says only through the cross basi ikiwa hii inapaswa kuwa ndio muundo ni nguvu sana kwa sababu anasema ni kupitia tu kwa msalaba only by the blood 
and the cross of Jesus the Messiah himself and so you see that Zechariah was actually hearing this prophecy this conversation and yet he also knew that this was also related to the priesthood that is coming to cleanse sin kwamba hii ilikuwa inahusiana na kuhani ambaye anakuja kusafisha dhambi that has authority over sin aliye na mamlaka juu ya dhambi and then he goes on to say here kusema hapa i'm reading the next verse ninasoma mstari unaofuata remember we've been going back by verse tukumbuka tumekuwa tukipitia mstari baada ya mstari zekaria is one of the major end time prophets Zekaria ni mmoja wapo ya manabii wakubwa wa nyakati za mwisho. He writes very profoundly about significant aspects of the end time. Anaandika kwa ukusa na kuhusiana umuhimu wa nyakati za mwisho. Including the ministry of these two. Kuhusisha huduma ya hawa wawili. He writes about it. Anaandika kuhusu. But look at what he says here. Lakini tazama tazama kile anachosema hapa. Look at what he says father. Tazama kile anachoendelea kusema. Verse 6. The Lord said that sorry, the angel of the Lord gave this charge to Joshua. Malaika wa Bana akamamuru Yeshua. Verse 7. Mustari wa 7. This is what the Lord Almighty says. If you will walk in my ways ikiwa utakwenda katika njia zangu and keep my commandments na kushika masharti yangu Then you will govern my house. Basi utaitawanga nyumba yangu. And have charge of my crops. Na kuwa na amri juu ya nyumba zangu. And I'll give you a place among these ones standing here. Hallelujah. Nami nitakupa nafasi miongoni mwa hawa wasimamao hapa. Hallelujah. So if you are very keen. Kwa hivyo ikiwa uko makini zaidi. And you have great interest in in greater details of the conversations and the doings of God. Then you realize the following cascade, the following chronology. That Joshua appears. He appears before the Lord. And when you stand there na naposimama pale probably the question that goes through your mind is that was Joshua even aware that his garment was filthy Could it be possible that he was actually aware because the Lord has placed capacity into the heart and soul of each individual each person he has given you capacity capacity to detect and identify Dambi, 
the grace Neema. that man can the stick the burning stick from the fire ambayo inanyakuwa kijiti kinachowasa kutoka kwa moto snatching like this kuinyakuwa namna hii that grace hiyo neema did not involve haikuuzisha the deliberation with the stick mazungumzo pamoja na kijiti can i put it better jeni unaweza kuiweka bora zaidi that he did not kwamba hakufanya he did not ask the stick to do certain things to accomplish certain things to qualify for redemption hakuuliza kijiti kifanye baadhi ya mambo fulani ili kiweze kuitimu all he needed kile ambacho alihitaji was repentance ni toba and then alafu imani believe jesus kumwamini yesu and then alafu now he is laying the groundwork the rule sasa anaweka zile masharti anasema that if you will obey my decree and walk in my way meaning there is a part you have to play kwamba ikiwa utatembea katika amri zangu kumaanisha kuna barabara ambayo utaifuata kuna aina parte parati aina parte kuna even spanish got it correct kuna kuna mahali pako you have your part to do uko na sehemu yako ya kutekeleza but what you should be saying is this lakini kile ambacho unapaswa kuona ni hiki after the parting of sin ni kwamba baada ya kuondolewa kwa dhambi the garment of righteousness is placed after the garment of righteousness is clothed on him baada ya vazi la uhaki kuwe kwa juu yake then you hear the commission kisha unasikia kule kutumwa Does somebody remember Isaiah 6? Je, mtu anakumbuka Isaiah 6? Kitu hicho hicho. Kitu hicho hicho. But after he tells Isaiah, kwamba baada ya kumwosha Isaiah, kuondoa dhambi, kusafisha dhambi. Isaiah can hear the deliberation, the conversation inside the courts, the inner courts of the chambers of the throne. Kisha Isaiah anaweza kusikia mazungumzo katika nyumba za ndani za enzi ya Mungu. Notonikaria but he begins to speak back. Sio kusikia tu lakini bado pia anaweza kujibu. But this is very special here. Lakini hii ni maalumu sana hapa. What what Zechariah is seeing here? Kuhusu kile ambacho Zechariah anaona hapa. And instructing your conduct regarding the garment of righteousness because that now instruction is being given is being given to Joshua now he has a garment sasa hapo na bazi the glorious garment of righteousness now he is being told sasa anambiwa that he has to walk in practical righteousness practical practical bayana you did the theories and finished you told us something there that you were studying the theories ulifanya nadharia na ukamaliza kwamba ulikuwa unafanya nadharia now the practical idea na sasa wakati wa matendo uko hapa cripples are getting up wewe wanasimama na kutembea so hivyo there is practical righteousness kuna ule uhaki wa matendo on a daily basis katika nyanja ya kila kila siku wherever you be at home Oh, oh, you you 
ama kwa kazi yako peke yako it's even more important what you do alone acha ni muhimu zaidi kile ambacho unafanya ukiwa peke yako practice walking with god utembea kwa bayani na pamoja na Mungu If a this is a growing anasema huu ndio mchoro ya agano la neema that is shall take away all sin kwamba ataondoa dhambi zote kumaanisha Zekaria Zekaria in his transmission katika wasilisho lake he was also transmitting about the cross and the blood pia alikuwa anawasilisha kuhusiana na msalaba na damu but it's amazing here lakini inashangaza hapa but now owing to the transactions that have happened the purging of sin the new garment rich and powerful sasa kuzingatia na matukio ambayo yamendeleka yale mavazi machafu na vazi ya kitajiri then now apart from being told Anafuna. that he is going to be given charge to take care of the courts and nakwambiwa kwamba anakwenda kupewa amri ili kutawala nyua he is also told something very sweet very powerful pia anaambiwa kitu kitamu na ni cha nguvu sana he is told anaambiwa that now you also will come here and be among these angels forever and ever kwamba wewe utakuja na kuwa na milele na milele na milele ya ukweli hadi katika umilele wa umilele vazi vazi the authority of the garment mamlaka ya vazi and if somebody hear anything else mtu alisikia kitu kingine tena did you ever hear me say je mulinisikia nikisema that joshua was told kwamba joshua aliambiwa you are going badly be careful now Unaenda vibaya. Unaenda vibaya makinika sasa. kwa sababu sasa tunapita katika nyanja ya kiasilia na hiyo inaweza kuwa tu katika kuhani mkuu katika mfano wa Melkizedeki Kristo mwenyewe ni Mesia tu ambaye anaweza kukupatia na kukupa umilele ndani mwa mbinguni 
my servant the branch Tawi. let us stop right there we now say Sasa anasema, that Joshua and the other priests who are practicing with him Yoshua na makuoni, wengine, kazi, they are actually a sign at, of the priesthood that is coming the higher one hata hivyo ni ishara ya ukuhani mkubwa ambao unakuja wa juu zaidi. Na kisha anasema sasa, kwamba nitakwenda kumleta mtumishi wangu tawi. Tunajua kiema kabisa. Mambo yafuatayo. Bila mtumnilenge hapa kwamba majina ambayo Mesia an, anayo kila mmoja wapo ni ya kimakusudi kwa muundo inapaswa kuweza kuasindisha ujumbe fulani kuhusiana na Mesia kwa mfano ikiwa Biblia inasema kwamba mesia ni tawi basi kimsingi anamasilisha yafuatayo anazungumzia kuhusu ukoo wa mesia nambari moja numero 1 nambari moja namba moja tayari anakuzia ukoo wa mesia kwa sababu anasema kwamba yeye ni tawi la Daudi. Je unakumbuka mzizi wa Daudi na lile shina anasema nitaleta tawi la haki kutoka kwa Daudi. Tutakwenda kusoma sasa. Naweza soma Isaia 1:2. Ni nyingi. Ni nyingi ambazo tunaweza Lakini je tunaweza elezea kabla niwapeni maandiko ni matano kama Hata naweza kuwapatia tano pia. Sikiliza hii sasa. Anasema kwamba majina ambayo Mesia anabeba kimsingi yanapaswa kuwasilisha ujumbe fulani kumuhusu kwa mfano It says the Messiah is the branch as he has told Joshua I'm going to bring my servant the branch ikiwa atasema Mesia ni tawi kama vile amemwambia Yeshua nitakwenda kumleta mtumishi wangu ambaye ni tawi kisha unajua nambari moja kwamba alipokuja kwanza alikuja kama tawi that's why hiyo ndio sababu he came on a life giving mission alikuja katika huduma ya kupeana uzima because the branch kwa sababu tawi will sprout litachipoa and will give leaves na litapea litapeana litapea matawi flowers na ma, maua and fruits 
na matunda so he was essentially talking about the tamarind tree the tree that is a, a tree it is a stump it has not grown and then sprout 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 and then life comes forth you see leaves you see flowers you see fruits giving life alafu unaona majani unaona maua unaona matunda kupeana uzima He came on a life giving mission. Alikuja katika huduma ya kupeana uzima. In the first coming. Katika kuja kwa kwanza. And look at this now. Natazama hii sasa. Because now that branch gives leaves and flowers kwa, and fruitful. Kwa sababu tawi linapeana majani, linapeana maua na linamazaa matunda. It also transmits about transmits a message about his anointing. Na pia inawasilisha ujumbe kuhusu upako wake. What a beautiful gospel in town today. Ni njili ya kupendeza kiasi gani jijini leo hii. His anointing. Upako wake. Then he says. Kisha anasema that when he came as a branch kwamba alipokuja kama tawi he was breakable so he was broken on the cross angeweza kuvunjwa ndio sababu akavunjwa msalabani kwa ajili yetu but you have seen lakini umeona apart from the redemptive mission kando na ile huduma ya ukombozi anasema servant hood utumishi sasa huyo ni mesia mtumishi mfalme ambaye ni mtumishi kuna mengi katika mlipuko wa neno bwana pc bwana dc pc this was a pc this was assistant professional commissioner in this place by the way huyo alikuwa naibu msimamizi wa uh, mkoa kamishona mkoa katika eneo hili unasema so much is coming out mengi yanajitokeza so kwa hivyo acha neno liendelee oh yes oh ndio it spoke the branch spoke about the messiah the servant that's why he said i will send my servant there Tawi lilizungumzia kuhusu Mesia mtumishi ndio sababu akasema nitamtuma mtumishi wangu Tawi The branch Tawi He's talking about his mission to come and serve you Ana... He served you on the cross He served you Anazungumzia kuhusu huduma yake kuja na kuwatumikia aliwatumikia msalabani Number two jambo la pili because the branch is a branch of the trunk of david it comes it's a connection if you go to the dictionary and look for branch it says it is a, it, it is a branch it is a it's a stem uh, it says that comes from an origin so hako na mwenyewe ukienda kwa hako na mwenyewe so if you go to isaiah chapter 97 on you can okay. see the owner that he comes back to rule on the seat on the throne of David his father ukienda katika Isaiah 9 mstari wa 7 utaona kwamba atakuja kutawala katika kiti cha enzi cha Daudi baba yake ako na branch na tawi we love so much as a church tunalipenda sana kama kanisa because kwa sababu the branch matawi tawi hapana ni tawi Okay. Don't say leaves please. Just make sure you get the right message out because I need to run. 
So the branch is what affirms to us the identity of the Messiah. Because the Messiah had to be the son of David. So the branch is the one that is confirming the lineage. Me am so happy that Caesar Augustus Kwamba Kaisari Augusta he called for that census alitisha uko kuhesabiwa and he was sensitive to family connections to, pe- to re- relations family relations na, he was sensitive to na alikuwa na umakinifu kwa uhusiano wa kijamii alikuwa na umakinifu sana so go back and reunite with your family akasema rudi na mkaunganishwe na jamii yenu and tomorrow i'll come to that place there is a big 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 message big to be na kesho nitarudia sehemu hiyo kuna ujumbe mkubwa mkubwa zaidi pale so this is very big i welcome you the new team that has come in kwa hivyo hii ni kubwa sana na wakaribisha so listen to me now I'm saying this the branch now already transmitted to us something about the Messiah his lineage to David his anointing upako wake his life giving capacity ule uweza wake wa kupeana uzima a life giving mission of the cross ama huduma ya kupeana ya kupeana huduma katika msalaba and on the cross he was broken na katika msalabani alivunjwa because he came as a branch kwa sababu alikuja kama tawi the branch is so powerful hilo tawi ni la nguvu sana because now kwa sababu sasa the church flourishes from there lile kanisa lina nawiri kutoka pale let me just move on and then open up more things hebu nisonge mbele na kufunua mambo mengi zaidi listen what he says now sikiza anachosema sasa he said anasema i'll bring myself at the branch nitamleta mtumishi wangu tawi then he says kisha anasema see the stone i have set in front of joshua tazama jiwe niliweka mbele ya yoshua there are seven eyes on that one stone kuna macho saba juu ya jiwe lile and i will engrave an inscription on it nami nitachora maandishi juu yake praise the lord asema bwana mwenye nguvu zote now remove the sin of this land all together in one single day nami nitaiondoa dhambi ya nchi hii kwa siku moja can i explain this tunaweza kuelezea hii so now Sasa, he is now communicating with Joshua about the dispensation ahead of the Messiah the messianic age he is calling him the branch and then now he's calling him the stone alafu sasa anamuita jiwe with seven eyes akiwa na macho saba we know the messiah has seven eyes all Unachua of you do messiah ako na macho saba nyote mnajua you know seven is the number of completion right unajua saba ni nambari ya ukamilifu meaning kumaanisha perfection in wisdom ukamilifu katika hekima perfection in omniscience ukamilifu katika kuwa kila mahali and omnipresence omniscience and omnipresence kuona kila kitu na kuwa kila mahali meaning you can see everywhere at the same time kumaanisha anaweza kuona kila kitu kwa kuwa wakati mmoja and it can be everywhere at the same time na anaweza kuwa kila mahali kwa wakati mmoja but the stone lakini jiwe this stone hili jiwe who is this stone 
So why is he calling the Messiah the stone with seven eyes? Look at this now. I have shared the vision. The vision when the Lord showed me a big statue. And the rock came cut out but not by human hands. And the rock came and destroyed the statue totally. And became like dust, chaff in the pressure of the flower. Look at this dust. That rock. The Messiah, the living stone. That rock, to ask the church, look at this now. If you read the book of Matthew chapter 7, 24-28, he says, that whosoever build their salvation, whosoever build his life, whosoever build their house on the foundation of the rock whether the storms and tsunamis come cannot be moved so for us as the church this rock this stone number one is the foundation stone foundation of the church the immovable foundation number two number two this rock is the capstone of the church Number three, the living stone of, of which each of you is a stone in building of that living house. We might even read Ephesians chapter, is it chapter 2 verse 10? But can I just flow and then we'll read later? I can give you scripture if you want. Allow me flow first. He says, However, for Israel now, that stone is the stone that causes them to tumble. Right now. Then he says, for Israel later in the second coming of the Messiah it becomes their rock it becomes their capstone also at the second coming now to be unborn again to the unborn again 
this stone hili jiwe is the rock that crushes them ni jiwe ambalo linawasiaga siaga what am i saying in all this ninasema nini kwa haya yote i'm saying ninasema in this time around when the messiah comes katika wakati huu wakati ambapo mesia anakuja is now coming as the stone sasa anakuja kama jiwe not the branch sio tawi why kwa nini because of the stone kwa sababu kama jiwe depicting power ana zile nguvu za kushinda showing power kuonyesha uweza depicting authority akionyesha mamlaka depicting the judgment of god akionyesha ile hukumu ya Mungu coming to crush the blackmailers of these two prophets anakuja kuwasiaga siaga wanaopakatope hawa manabii wawili is coming with that rock to crush their heads anakuja na hilo chiwe kusiaga siaga vicho vyao and on that day I will dance unto the lord na siku hiyo nitamchezea bwana as he crushes their heads anapowaponda ponda vichwa vyao wanaopaka matope wa bwana wasio mjua mungu wasiookoka ambao kwa siku hiyo hawakutubu hilo jiwe ndilo ambalo litawahukumu na kuasiaga siaga ai Do you see the things that he said here? Je, unaona mambo ambayo anayasema hapa? About the garment. Kuhusiana na vazi. Are we together? Je, tuko pamoja? He said mighty things. Alisema mambo makubwa. About the garment. Kuhusiana na vazi. And then he finishes by saying. Alafu anamalizia kwa kusema. Before he finishes he says, and I'll remove the sin of all Israel in one day. Kabla nimalize anasema kwamba nanitaitoa dhambi ya Israeli kwa siku moja. Meaning he saying, kumaanisha anasema there going to be a national day of repentance and national revival in Israel. Kunaenda kuwa na siku ya kitaifa ya toba na uvuvio wa kitaifa wa Israeli. There going to be a national day of repentance in Israel. Kunaenda kuwa na siku ya kitaifa ya toba katika Israeli. And a national revival in Israel. Na uvuvio wa kitaifa katika Israeli. How does he remove the sin of all Israel on the same day? Lakini anatoaje dhambi ya Israeli kwa siku moja? Then he says, Kisha anasema, that the stone, kwamba jiwe, also depicts the cross. Pia linaashiria msalaba. The rock that is the cross. Mamba ambao ni msalaba. That we are all supposed to run to for refuge. Ambao tunapaswa kukimbilia kwa ajili ya maficho. Saying, only by the work of the cross ni kwa kazi tu ya msalaba can it be possible inawezekana to clean up the sin of all Israel in one day kusafisha dhambi ya Israeli yote katika siku moja and he's saying na anasema by extension other nations kwa kuendelea mataifa mengine did you understand this jemlielewa hii he spoke big things alinena mambo makubwa even the national revival of israel hata uvuvio wa kitaifa wa israeli and it says verse 10 na anasema msari wa 10 and it says in that day each of you will invite your neighbor to sit under his vine and fig tree declares the lord anasema katika siku hiyo kila mmoja wenu atamwalika jirani yake akae chini ya mzabibu wake na mtini wake asema bana mwenye nguvu zote that is normally used to depict peace hiyo huwa huu inatumiwa kuashiria amani so that's very powerful just take it to them right so you talk about peace 
kwa hivyo anazungumzia kuhusu amani everybody is focusing on me now kila mtu ananilenga sasa that you will be able to sit you call a neighbor and sit under the vine or under the fig tree kwamba utaweza kumuita jirani yako na mkae chini ya mzabibu ama mtini and eat something small na mle kitu kidogo hapo just celebrate life msherekee tu maisha meaning kumaanisha peace amani revival uvuvio will have come to israel utakuwa umeijia israel na usalama and provision really provision and uh, and prosperity everything is in there utualizi na utualizi na ufanisi kila kitu kiko pale Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So why did the Lord go through all this cascade to be able to underscore a message to you on the glorious garment of righteousness? Ni kwa nini Bwana ilibidi apitie haya yote ili kuleta ujumbe kwenu kuhusiana na bazi la utukufu la uhaki? That is where we'll begin tomorrow. Hapo ndipo tutakapoanza kesho. As I now enter the bigger body of the message. Ninaposasaingia katika mwili mkubwa wa ujumbe. The purpose is this. Sababu The reason is this. Sababu ndio hii. Because kwa sababu all people are born unrighteous. Watu wote wanazaliwa wasio na haki. That's why the Lord it necessitated him. Ndio sababu ilibidi kwa Bwana by necessity. Kwa hitaji to be able kuweza to present this paradigm this blueprint of the garment because not only not only has he mentioned the condition of the church condition of men si kwamba tu ametaja hali ya mwanadamu na kanisa when they in the place where he's asking them is there no balm in gilead wakati ambapo anawauliza je hakuna zeri katika gilead look how you are dressed tazama vile ambavyo mumevalia the glory is pouring from heaven utukufu unamwagika kutoka mbinguni with fire na moto and it is obvious where you should help na ni wazi kabisa mahali ambapo mnapaswa kwenda kwa ajili ya msaada people are walking na viwete wanatembea what are you doing going to other churches na mnafanya nini mkienda kwa makanisa mengine really 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 kwa kweli kwa kweli Angalia sasa. And pouring on the tent. Na kumwaga katika hema. And he wants you to know you the living God so he pours and cuts. He pours again and cuts. Anataka Anamwaga tena na kukatisha. Anamwaga na kukatisha. Look at that. Angalia hiyo. When he showed me this in the morning evening I feared because of what he said about it. Aliponionyesha hii asubuhi several now several like this. Akinyesha nyingi nyingi kama hizo. It is so clear to you where you should run for help Iko. where the bomb is Iko wazi kabisa mali ambapo mnapaswa kukimbilia kwa ajili ya msaada mali ambapo kuna zeri He said the bomb is in Gilead Anasema zeri iko Gilead And the prophets had Gilead are operating in Gilead Na manabii wanafanya kazi Gilead May the Lord bless you Hebu Bwana awabariki Everybody rise up Kila mtu inuka The word expo Mlipuko wa neno 2019 mwaka wa 2019 Kisumu Kisumu Nikamu sana sana. <laughs> Please uh, somebody worship a song. Worship majesty come here and line up near the bishop here one person. One person can sing majesty over there, right? As we begin to step out. Mtu mmoja anaweza kuja aimbe ukuu. Tunapoanza kukalia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
There is so much I simply cut it for you. Kuna mengi zaidi nilikatisha kwa ajili yenu. But the message of the garment is very beautiful. Lakini ujumbe wa vazi ni wa kupendeza zaidi. And he's saying, na anasema. He's saying, anasema. That when he comes as the branch, kwamba anapokuja kama tawi. Look at what happens. Angalia kinachotendeka. If we read the scriptures now tomorrow maybe I'll bring them I'll read them for you. Ikiwa tunaweza soma maandiko kesho nitawaletea. When we are fresh and strong wakati ambapo tuko na nguvu. Me I'm strong but I'm saying just for somebody here. Ninasema tu kwa ajili ya mtu aliyeko hapa. Mimi nina Tomorrow I'll read and you see. Kesho nitasoma na mtaona that when he comes as a branch kwamba anapokuja kama tawi actually he speaks so much to Israel so much hivyo anazungumza mengi kwa Israeli because now he pronounces and he magnifies the lineage to David kwa sababu sasa anatangaza na kuelezea ule ukoo kwa Daudi and then Israel anapokisha Israeli is able to see his glory and beauty and, the, the beauty and the glory of the Messiah that's how the scripture puts it beauty and glory anaweza kuona ule urembo na utukufu wa Mesia so they are able to see the one they pierced kwa hivyo wanaweza kumuona yule waliyemdunga if we have time we could read Zechariah 12:10 but tomorrow kama tungekuwa na muda tungesoma Zechariah 12:10 lakini kesho they are able to see the one they pierced wanaweza kumuona yule waliyemdunga and find out why 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 so this is the messiah na kugundua kwamba why 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 kwa hiyo huyo ndiye mesia and they begin weeping na wanaanza kulia they will weep as a man weeps for his firstborn watalia na kuombolea kama vile mwanaume ama baba anavyomwombolea mzaliwa wake wa kwanza anapokuja kwa tawi anasema the garment of righteousness la uhaki is indeed about the messiah kwa kweli inahusiana na mesia it comes from him anatoka kwake he designs it anaiunda and he gives the church gratis free of charge na anaipeana kwa kanisa bure bila malipo the garment of righteousness vazi la uhaki listen people watu wabarikiwa tomorrow we will begin the message of the garment kesho tutaanza ujumbe wa vazi the bigger message ujumbe mkubwa zaidi Hallelujah Hallelujah But don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah Lakini msisahau Sodoma na Gomorrah Look today what we saw oh put the sun Tazama leo kile ambacho tuliona weka hiyo hilo jua Look what we saw today Tazama kile tulichoona leo hii In this place Katika mahali hapa The visitation Mitembeleo There is no conference of the earth. Hakuna kongamano ulimwenguni. Father in the mighty name of Jesus. Baba katika jina kuu la Yesu. Your word has flourished here. Neno lako limenawiri hapa. And your instruction has blossomed here. Na maagizo yako yamenawiri hapa producing leaves ikitoa majani and producing flowers na ikitoa maua 
and then fruit my father and my god baba yangu na mungu wangu in the mighty name of jesus katika jina kula yesu you have been so fruitful here today umekuwa mwenye matunda mengi zaidi hapa leo hii reaching many nations ukiyafikia mataifa mengi in the life transforming message of the cross na ujumbe wa kubadilisha maisha wa msalaba the message of righteousness ujumbe wa uhaki the message of the coming of the kingdom ujumbe wa kukuja kwa ufalme wa Mungu I bless you my one and only friend Ninakubariki rafiki wangu mmoja na wa kipekee that you may crush your enemies kwamba ukawasiagesiage maadui zako and exalt your friends na ukaweze kuwakweza marafiki wako your children watoto wako and your people na watu wako and use them as a banner na ukawatumie kama bango on the goodness of the lord kuhusiana na wema wa Bwana bless you Jehovah ninakubariki Jehovah even as we live now hata tunapoondoka sasa katika mahali petu mbalimbali you will fend for them utawatualia you will defend them utawatetea you will provide for them utawatualia and you will bless them here na utawabariki hapa until we meet tomorrow hadi tukutane kesho and those who are going somewhere na wale ambao wanaenda mahali you will watch them utawalinda i bless them all ninawabariki wote those who are seated here wale ambao wamekete hapa and those who are at home na wale walioko nyumbani and coming very early tomorrow morning na kuja kesho mapema sana asubuhi such a seat watapata kiti ili kupata kiti remember today there are no more seats kumbuka leo hii hakuna viti vilivyobaki flooded everywhere people standing everywhere imejapo moni kila mahali watu wamesimama there is even a bigger meeting on the other side hata kuna mkutano mkubwa zaidi upande ule mwingine the revival is here uvuvio uko hapa father bless them in the mighty name of jesus baba bariki katika jina kula yesu i bless you today ninakubariki leo hii i bless the bishops and pastors from abroad ninabariki maaskofu na wachungaji kutoka inchi za hapo nimewabariki na ulimi wangu wa kiunabii nimewabariki na umilele katika ufalme wa Mungu hayo mamlaka mnajua niko nayo mnajua niko na hayo mamlaka katika jina kula Yesu watu wabarikiwa uvupia unaendelea Masia anakuja. The people are walking. Viwete wanatembea. Vipofu wanaweza kuona. Viziwa wanaweza kusikia. Na injili ya kukuja kwa ufalme wa Mungu. Inaubiriwa. Katika jina kula Yesu. Niwaone kesho. Todaraba Toda todaraba Todaharim Todaharim Todalahim Todalahim Todashalom Todashalom Lailatov Mujisti Mujisti Mujisti
Thank you. 